Good afternoon. Good afternoon, coaches. Afternoon, chair. Good afternoon, colleagues. Uh, compliments. Good afternoon, Honorable Mjawa. <laughs> I think he was she was having a quality time. She's got a, is it a beach or a swimming pool. <laughs> uh, it was tough, ne? Command, 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 command. How are you, Chair? Honorable Chair? Uh, she indicated that she tried to log in if she's able. Uh, chairpersons, I do have quite a number of members present in the meeting uh, uh, as we speak. Um, I would want to hand over to the to the co-chairpersons. Uh, it is two o'clock, and uh, we are able to to proceed. Uh, chairpersons, I will try and get the agenda on the screen uh, in a minute. Thank you. Thank you very much. Coach, are you taking over? Mama Sangu? Coach, a person? Maybe you should continue, Chair. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, let me take this opportunity and uh, welcome all of you, mem uh, honorable members. I see we have 76 participants on the platform. Uh, I'm not in an inducive uh, environment. Uh, let me just quickly try to get a stable place. My apologies for that. I thought Mama Sangu will take over. But uh, I was saying that I see we have 76 participants on the platform. I will not be able to recognize each and every one of you uh, members. This is an agent meeting. Um, I know that there was a decision to invite public works. I'm not sure public works uh, portfolio committee and select committee. I'm not sure if uh, the, there's any portfolio committee or subcommittee from the security cluster, the police as well, I'm not sure. But there was a decision yesterday that uh, we ought to 
extend the invitation to those two portfolio committees, uh, Chepersons and WIPs of uh, those committees, if they are here, you are also welcome. Uh, compliments of the new season. I also want to thank our staff members for always being on standby and committed to supporting us as members of staff, for supporting us as members of parliament. Um, the agenda is there on the screen. I think we are all aware of the current developments in parliament and we felt that it would be appropriate that uh, we continue to conduct oversight, but we become more organized in doing that. Hence, we felt that uh, we should then request members during their constituency period to please put everything else aside and come and attend this um, agent meeting so that we can then map a way forward as to what is it that we are going to do then uh, uh, moving forward, given the fact that um, we are recording in progress. So now, in the next uh, two weeks, I think the first or second week of February, um, if Parliament is not in a good state or in a good condition for hosting Isona, what is it or what that we are going to do as well? I think collectively, those are the objectives that we ought to achieve when we when we when 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 we attend this meeting. The agenda is the adoption of the agenda. I don't think there will be anyone who will be against the adoption of the agenda. At the moment, we will not deal with any apologies uh, because it was an open invitation and uh, those who are not here, it would be for reasons. Later, at the, at the later stage, maybe we'll do that. Um, we only have one agenda item, which is briefing on parliamentary findings of the fire incident within the prison of parliament. We have invited public works. Um, we have invited the speaker's office. I'm not sure if the speaker is here. And the chairperson of the NCOP, I'm also not sure if they are on the platform. Uh, if they are, you are welcome. Datema Sondo and Mama. Thank you very much. Um, you're welcome. I see Minister Dilil is also here. Maybe before we can hand over to the presiding officers, just to briefly take us through and open the platform for us so that we can then invite public works to give us a presentation. We know that uh, it might be uh, prematurely at the moment for us to be able to get relevant uh, answers. Um, I see there's a hand of member Singh. I want to recognize member Singh. Then after that, then I can then allow presiding officers to then, uh, or oh, there's also the hand of Romeo, Romeo, Romeo. Can can we quickly take those two hands? Uh, Thank you very maybe much. Or, yes. Honorable Thank, you very, Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson, and greetings to all colleagues and ministers. 
and presiding officers and line compliments of the new year to you. Uh, Honorable Chairperson, thank you for calling this meeting. I, I, I note that uh, there is another meeting scheduled for five o'clock this afternoon where party leaders and uh, the speaker and the presiding officers have invited the chief whips, etc. Now, I just hope that in this presentation here, whoever is presenting sings from the same hymn book because uh, I would not like to see us getting conflicting reports from different people. And, and, and the media, you know, also gets a bit confused with what is happening. So I just trust that the purpose of this meeting is well intended and that the reports that uh, we receive now from the presiding officers and the uh, minister will be the same that uh, we receive at five o'clock uh, when the speaker and party leaders are invited to that meeting. Thank you. Thank you. Noted, Honorable Singh. Can I take the second hand? Um, afternoon, Chairperson. It's it's Miss Jawa. Um, I'm linked to as Romeo because oh, of Romeo. <laughs> Romeo Uncolo. Good afternoon, Honorable Members. I was just tendering apology for the speaker who's still engaged in a meeting. Um, and in, as soon as she's available, she will be able to come. She said I should present her apology. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, Ms. Jawa, the Acting Secretary to Parliament. Is there any other hand? Yeah, uh, Chairperson, uh, I saw the hand of uh, Honorable Mushodi. Uh, I'm sorry, my apologies for getting in late. Uh, I was struggling. I I connected earlier. Um, while Honorable Mshodi is coming, can I say something with your permission, Co-Chairperson? Yes, Chair. That's fine. Chair, I, 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 I really appreciate what uh, Honorable Singh is saying, but uh, I think we need to, to treat the matter on the table with the caution uh, uh, and not uh, scare away the colleagues, the responsible people who are giving us information. If there are developments, they must not be scared to give those developments because we don't know what might happen between now and five o'clock. Uh, but I, 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 I understand what he's saying, just to, to let them be free to give us uh, information as much as possible, but we are not saying you are limited to what you are giving us now going forward. Thank you, uh, Co-Chairperson. Co-Chairperson, I see Okay. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Chairperson, good afternoon. I didn't raise my hand, Honorable Chairperson. I'm okay. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, members, I think we're going to have a long meeting. We should also be cautious of the fact that uh, there's another meeting at 16 hours. So let us just try to get through uh, this one agenda, special agenda item, and uh, spend more time on clarity-seeking questions we are aware that most of the questions that might be posed today might not be responded to 
we should allow investigations uh, to continue um, and give the relevant authorities time to do that. We should not even try to rush to get to conclusions or to try to get to answers. We should allow the, a thorough investigation process uh, to, to unfold. Ma'am Chawa, I want to invite you. Uh, I'm not sure if Ndatema uh, Sondo is on the platform. Yes, no, let me recognize Ndatema Sondo. Let me invite you. You will then decide if you are going to hand over to Ma'am Chawa. We'll then later um, invite uh, Minister Delil to then take us through the, the report. Check, can, we ask, can we ask all the participants to open their videos? Uh, it's a request from communities and all our partners in the media that we open our videos as we speak. Please, uh, uh, Madam Chair. Okay. All right. It starts, it starts with me. My, my humble apologies. No, Honorable it's fine. Chairperson of the National Council of Provinces, Yes. yes, no, thank you very much, uh, uh, honorable co chairpersons. Um, uh, uh, Minister Patricia Delil, um, uh, and all uh, uh, colleagues uh, on, on, the, on the platform. Um, I, I thought that. that Maybe one should make a suggestion right at the beginning uh, that perhaps we should afford the the minister delayed an opportunity to to speak, um, uh, and, and and that this may be uh, uh, to the benefit of of all of us, uh, and only really uh, allow on my part. Uh, uh, space to respond if there are specific questions. Uh, uh, in that way, we'll also avoid the, what, 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 what we are warning us against, uh, the numerous uh, reports uh, that may be presented uh, with the possibility of uh, some contradictions that may not look uh, uh, very important now. Uh, but this may be the case at uh, at a later later stage. Uh, so I'll be I'll be pleased to participate in the meeting and, and play my role. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, I do note the the caution and the comment that has been made. Thank you very much. But if there's a, a view that I should speak a little bit. I can do that. But, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, whatever the feeling may be. It, yes, Tatemasondo, uh, that was the view, that was the intention why we invited you on the platform. We want you to speak uh, a little bit. I think it will help uh, for you to speak so that you lay the foundation. Okay. No, thank you very much. Um, uh, let me begin by greeting everybody and, and acknowledging everybody on the on on, 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 on the platform. Um, and to express uh, uh, well wishes uh, and compliments 
for the new year. Uh, we start this year, Honorable Co-Chairpersons, uh, under stressful uh, circumstances. Uh, the, the issue of the, the fire uh, that broke out, out in, 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 in Parliament uh, and, and that has affected uh, the, build, the, the, the buildings in the precincts of, 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 of Parliament is really a matter that is uppermost uh, in many people's uh, minds. Um, uh, just as a, 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 a brief commentary, uh, all of us would accept that uh, South Africa has a legislature or, or, or parliament that plays an important role uh, in the lives of all, all the people in the country. Um, uh, and that uh, uh, makes ongoing impact uh, uh, in the country as a, as a whole in an ongoing uh, uh, manner. Uh, the members of parliament are, are elected to represent the people in the country, and they also act as the voice of the, of the people. Uh, parliament, therefore, is broadly accountable to the people uh, of South Africa. Uh, the legislative power of, of the Republic is vested in parliament. In other words, the uh, parliament is responsible for making and passing the, the laws. Uh, parliament also, the National Assembly in particular, chooses the president, that's the president, uh, and is the national forum where issues uh, are publicly uh, debated. Uh, the National Assembly uh, also has a responsibility to scrutinize and oversee, or oversee the actions uh, of the of the of the executive. Uh, on the other hand, the National Council of Provinces must ensure that provincial interests are taken into account uh, in national uh, government. It does this by, amongst others, taking part in the lawmaking process and by being the forum where issues affecting the provinces uh, are also publicly uh, debated. Therefore, the key functions of our parliament, amongst others, to make uh, and pass, bylaw, pass, pass laws, uh, oversee government action through oversight, promote uh, public participation and involvement, promote cooperative governance amongst all spheres of, of, of government, and to promote parliamentary diplomacy by, amongst others, engaging in international relations or related matters. As part of the broader uh, context, uh, on the 2nd of Jan January 2022, a fire was reported to the emergency uh, services in the city of Cape Town. It is reported that the EMS uh, uh, responded within six minutes uh, and activated uh, its uh, services. Uh, but also members would remember that during the evening of the 16th of March, 2021, a fire-related incident was reported to the emergency services uh, of the city of Cape Town. 
the place was was contained during the early hours of the 17th of March, 2021, and this incident happened after after hours. Uh, no occupants were present, and no injuries were were, were reported. The cause of the fire uh, was uh, an elect electrical fault, and no foul play was found uh, by the South African uh, police services. Um, the fire that was reported on the 2nd of January 2022 led to the burning of the National uh, Assembly Chamber, uh, old uh, uh, assembly chamber, and uh, some of the some of the offices of members uh, of parliament. Until then, uh, uh, some important sections were reported to have been saved, and these include the NCOP chamber and offices, uh, the parliamentary uh, parliament library. Uh, and the museum and, and artworks uh, and heritage object, objects, as well as this case camera tapestry uh, on the ground floor of the old assembly building. Uh, but the fire since uh, worsened, as we all know, uh, uh, it has worsened since then, uh, maybe under control now. Uh, but when it worsened, uh, what that really said uh, to all of us was that we must await further reports uh, on possible uh, other losses uh, and, 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 and damage. Uh, on meetings with the, uh, the stakeholders, just to say that yesterday, on the 3rd of January, 2022, we spent the day in consultation with the uh, management uh, looking at this matter. We got a briefing from the emergency services. We met with the Minister of Public Works and, and also had a, a media uh, briefing. We also met with the senior police of, of officers uh, who assured us uh, of their commitment to uh, enforce the law. Uh, and ensure uh, 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 that are going uh, ongoing uh, in investigations. On the president and ministers, uh, we are grateful to, to President uh, Cyril Ramaphosa and a number of ministers who have been hands-on uh, from the outset and who have provided moral support to the firefighters and, and related uh, services. On members of parliament, just to say that the public uh, representatives and members of parliament have made uh, a commitment to leave no stone unturned to enable appropriate action to be taken by all the various uh, and relevant uh, authorities uh, to pursue the question of oversight to its logical uh, conclusion. So work is, 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 is ongoing. Uh, uh, on being resilient and uh, uh, adapting to the situation. Uh, given the COVID-19 pandemic experience, Parliament has had to, to, to demonstrate its agility and resilience and ensure sustainable delivery of, of services. Amongst others, we have, we have, we have as, as we all know, a responsibility to help deliver and support uh, SONA.
State of the Nation Affairs, the budget, and various uh, programs uh, of, 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 of government. Uh, uh, as, as I conclude, uh, chairperson, co-chairpersons, uh, many, as we all know, are still reeling from shock at the incident of the devastating fire that has gutted some important buildings of the, uh, in the parliamentary uh, precinct. Parliament is a national key point, as we all know, and the legislative seat of our country, the loss is therefore uh, beyond any, any measure. Uh, 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 although we know that that work uh, ultimately must lead us to a situation where there's a proper assessment uh, and evaluation of what, what has uh, happened. We reiterate uh, uh, as presiding officers, uh, our appeal uh, for calm and caution against any speculation. Uh, we encourage everyone, encouraging everyone to, to, to afford both the law uh, uh, and enforcement uh, authorities, as well as forensic teams, the space to investigate and provide the much needed uh, conclusive uh, information. Uh, we will make every effort to ensure that uh, the business of parliament is not negatively impacted upon. And as we speak, there are tentative discussions. I'm sure uh, uh, Minister Delil will, will have a, an opportunity to make a comment or two uh, on, 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 on this matter. So uh, 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 work is ongoing to ensure that uh, uh, the work of parliament uh, continues. Thank you very much. I don't know if a coach person is on is online or she has been kicked out. I am. I am. Um, thank you very much. Okay, thank you, Chair. No, thank you very much, and uh, the demo for the opening remarks. Uh, indeed, when we look on TV, uh, it shows that the uh, the, the 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 damage is so severe that um, it might even take us long to to repair or to rebuild parliament but those are the issues that will continue to engage on as we continue i'm also uh, happy about the fact that you've made a commitment that uh, you will do whatever possible to make sure that um, the work of parliament will continue that nothing will have to stop us from doing uh, the, the work of parliament, of passing budgets, state of the nations, and of course, um, the continuous um, conduction of oversight. So thank you for that. Members, I'm not going to allow for questions or comments at this stage. I want to first uh, check Lim Mejawa if there's anything that she would like to say before we can then invite the minister. Then after that, we'll then open for clarity-seeking questions, uh, suggestions, if there are any, and recommendations, finally. Uh, Mechawa, is there anything that you would like to say? There is nothing I want to say at all. Thank you so much. 
Okay, fine. Thank you very much. Minister Dilil, I want to now invite you on the platform. I'm not sure if you are going to be personally presenting or you will be asking one of your team members to present on behalf of the department. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Co-Chairperson Mabe and Co-Chairperson Mishlangu and the Honorable Members uh, that are on the virtual platform. I want to greet you and say um, best compliments uh, for the season, although our year started on a very wrong footing. Uh, Chairperson, I will be giving um, you two reports that is not included for now in the, uh, the, the uh, Department of Public Works and Infrastructure. And then the Acting Director General will also give us more information. Uh, honorable Chairpersons, I would like to start with the issue of alternative accommodation. Uh, yesterday as Public Works in our meeting with the speaker, because we briefed the speaker yesterday when she arrived uh, from East London, uh, we put two proposals or two options to the speaker. The one option is the Cape Town International Convention Center. Uh, they have offered uh, uh, that they can help us with uh, alternative accommodation. And the second option came from Mayor Jordan Hill Lewis, who had offered um, uh, the, uh, the city hall and also is also offered the, the council chambers and some offices that were renovated uh, by the city recently. Now, it is now up to the uh, presiding officers with Madam Speaker uh, to indicate to us as public works what, what their needs are, what, uh, how many offers will they need and all of that. So the needs assessment is currently being done by Madam Speaker and the presiding officers. And once we have that, and we will then engage with the two proposals that is now on the table for alternative accommodation. So there, we've not concluded that as yet. The second report that I want to give to honorable members is that uh, yesterday, we also started with a 10-member uh, engineering experience panel, uh, some structural engineers, mechanical, civil, electric. Uh, an architect has also joined the team. And um, they are going to make an assessment about um, the extent of the damage, the extent of the repairs, the cost of the repairs, and also how long it will take to, to repair um, or even rebuild part of the, um, of the parliament precincts. So yesterday, uh, the team was very confident that by Friday this week, they will be able to give us a preliminary report. But yesterday, they they, were, they could not enter the building because the temperature was about 100 degrees Celsius. The day before, it was 440 degrees Celsius. And they then opted to use drones to gain access into Parliament. 
just as they started using the drones, then uh, the second flare up came. So they were not able to do much yesterday. So um, I am not, I, I can't say with confidence that they will be able to give me a preliminary report by Friday. I'm speaking to them on a, on a daily basis. And um, we have also appointed a fire expert that, that will be working together with a forensic team from the city of Cape Town to also investigate where the fire started, what is the cause of the fire. And again, that um, work is, is, is ongoing. And um, uh, we, we first have to wait now for uh, the city of Cape Town, the fire team, to hand over the building to the South African police services because it is a crime scene and to hand over the building to the Department of Public Works and Infrastructure to allow our uh, engineering team and professionals access to the building. But we will keep members up to date on, on, on these two issues. Then I just want to say, honorable members, we did brief the speaker yesterday um, I was on the site uh, together with Minister, Deputy Minister Zizi Kordwa uh, from early morning on, on Sunday. Uh, the speaker couldn't get a flight. He finally drove down to Cape Town. And so yesterday, as the Department of Public Works, we gave the speaker and her team and also the, the, the chairperson of the National Council of Provinces we gave the presiding officers a report on the, uh, the progress on the restoration project. Uh, as you know, we had a, a fire in Parliament about 10 months ago on the 16th of March. Uh, we gave a progress report to the speaker and presiding officers. Uh, we also reported to the presiding officers about a power failure incident that happened on the 21st of December when we had total darkness in the city center and also the Atlantic seaboard and, and what we have done around uh, the 21st of December to make sure that after the power was restored that, um, uh, the, that, that we make sure that all the safety measures uh, were in place. Then we also gave uh, the, the speaker a report on the, the fire equipment service report. And then um, uh, our involvement as DPWI in the security system of parliament. DPWI has procured the CCTV cameras and we've got a contractor on board that check and maintain the CCTV cameras at all time. And so we also gave the speaker a report about that. We also had uh, on, on Sunday a brief uh, the president and he came to look for himself. We also briefed uh, the premier of the province. And I must say that uh, it was just so amongst all the doom and gloom for me, what stood out was just the power and the outpour of help coming from the city, coming from the province, coming from ordinary citizens. And I think we must, um, whatever we say or do, the firefighters, I was there with them until quarter to 12 last night. 
they were very professional. They really did their best working around the clock to try and contain the fire. And our gratefulness must go out to the city of Cape Town and the fire team for their sterling performance. Uh, Honorable Chairpersons, I will now ask uh, Acting Director General Imtiaz Faisal uh, to take us through the details of the report. This is a preliminary report that we have specifically compiled so that we can brief the speaker. Um, we are in the process, as we get in more information, to compile a report um, if any other parliamentary committee or the speaker or the chair of the NCOP want more information. We are updating the report on a daily basis and we will be there, uh, honorable members of parliament, uh, to work with you and, and answer your queries and your concerns. So through you, Honorable Chairperson, I will now give over to the Acting Director General, MTS Faisal. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Minister. And uh, good afternoon, the Honorable Chairpersons and Honorable Members. Um, Chairpersons, as the Minister has mentioned, we'll cover three or four particular areas in the presentation. The first is the restoration project. And this is pursuant to the fire-related incident at the Old Assembly during the evening of the 16th of March, 2021. We'll then move over to the Fire Equipment Service Report, where we'll also cover the sprinkler systems, the fire panels, and in particular, the frequency of maintenance of our systems to respond to a fire. And then we'll move on to a security report, including a power incident report that talks to the power outage referred to by the minister in the CBD on the 21st of December 2021 and the impact on parliament and how we dealt with that before concluding with our current initiatives. Uh, Chairpersons, I'd like to call on Tembeka Kolele and Zwandile Sazona. They are our two project managers dealing with uh, the incident at parliament and all construction related matters and facilities management in the parliamentary precinct. Uh, let me hand over to Tembeka. Tembeka, please. Thank you, Acting DG. Good afternoon, um, Honorable Chairpersons, um, Honorable Members and Minister and Acting DG. My name is Tembeka Golele, as indicated by the, by the Acting DG. I'm responsible for the infrastructure implementation in the Western Cape. I have requested my colleague from Parliament to uh, assist me with the presentation. In the morning, we had technical glitches, so I'm trying to prevent that um, mishap from happening. Ms. Sungu, can you please um, share the presentation on the screen? We'll do so now. Llewellyn, can you please project it for us? We've just sent it to you, the presentation. I'm trying uh, as we speak, if you just give me one second. 
Thank you. <clears throat> can everybody see that? Yes, we can. Thank you very much. Uh, can we go to the next slide, please? Okay. She has already indicated that we will be covering the four areas in the presentation. We would look at the restoration project. We would look at the fire equipment service report. We'd be looking at the security systems report, the frequency of maintenance and the power incident that took place on the 21st of December. Next slide, please. Um, the purpose of this presentation is to provide an update on the areas that are potentially linked to the fire incident that occurred on the 2nd of January, as indicated above. Next slide, please. Um, the, first, the first report will be looking at the restoration project. Um, I think the chairperson of the NCOP indicated earlier that a fire-related incident was reported in the old assembly on the 16th of March. The fire brigade was notified and the blaze was contained during the early hours of March the 17th. Emergency procedures were followed, including the grounding of lifts, termination of the electrical power, the shutting down of the HVAC system. Um, I, I think okay. Um, as the, the shutting down of the HVAC system to the affected wing of the building. As the incident happened after hours, no occupants were present and no injuries were reported. We presented two reports to the Joint Standing Committee for, for Financial Matters in Parliament. The first report was presented as a draft report on the 14th of May, 2021. And on the, the final report was presented on the 17th of May, indicating that the cause of the fire was an electrical fault and that no foul play was found by the South African Police Services. Next slide, please. The, when the South African police investigation was concluded, the NDPWI technical team then were granted permission to conduct a thorough assessment on the damages caused by the fire. The final reports with cost estimates were submitted on the 30th of May 2021 for the registration of the project and funding requests. There is a process within the department when we have to start a new project. We have to undergo a specific process where the project is registered and the funding requirements are, are tabled in specific committees. And then that request is then granted when the funding will be made available. The approval process then was concluded on the 14th of September and something that we call within the department, the planning instruction was then issued to the regional office of the Western Cape on the 8th of October to commence with the implementation of the project. To expedite the project implementation, the regional office then decided to utilize the departmental professional team to compile the tender document to save on the time uh, when it comes to the procurement of the consultants. The only consultant that was required is the specialist heritage consultant as a condition that was stipulated in the approval that was granted by SARA. SARA is the South African uh, Heritage Resource Council. Now, um, to save the time, we decided on the internal professionals, usually we would go out on open tender to appoint a team of consultants that would plan the project and design the project and then implement the project on behalf of the department, then appoint the contractors. So we decided to circumvent that process and we decided to utilize the internal um, uh, professionals to do this work. The project then needed to be added onto the approved uh, procurement plan before the procurement of the heritage consultant and the contractor. Uh, 
Um, the approval to add the project to the procurement plan was granted on the 29th of November, 2021. During this period, the department issued a bulletin to all uh, that all procurement must cease by the 29th of November as directed by national treasury. You would remember uh, honorable members and chairpersons that when they when the builders shut down, it, it, it comes through during the December period. It means that the suppliers are closed. It means that you can't acquire materials. You won't even be able to get a decent quotation during that time because the process is, is going to be delayed by the, by the industry that is closed. So this, this directive was issued. The procurement of all services in terms of the directive that was issued was going to start on the 15th of January, 2022. All tender documents are ready for the state and the department was going to explore the avenues to expedite the, this process. This is before the incident that took place on the 2nd of January, 2022. Um, it was envisaged that through that process that by, by March 2022, we will have a contractor on site, which was only going to be dealing with the area that was affected by the fire that took place on the, on the 16th of March 2021. This is before the incident that took place on the 2nd of January. Now, I'm going to move over to the fire equipment service report. Then... During that incident in March 2021, there was an issue with the water in the fire hydrants. When the fire trucks came into the precinct, they struggled with the fire hydrants because they must connect to the fire hydrants in order for them to, um, to be able to put out the fire. There was an issue in the fire hydrants and the fire hose reels. It was discovered that there was a leak in one of the pipes on the lift shaft. The leaks, the leaking pipes and the corroded pipes were replaced with governized piped pipes on the 20th of April, 2021. And then on the 14th of August, 2021, as you would know that the Department of Public Works and Infrastructure is responsible for the facilities management in the precinct. When there's an issue in the precinct, the, the, the parliament staff would then call the call center, the facilities management call center of the department, and we would ensure that that call is logged and we have a CPT number, and that number would then be issued to the service provider to come out and deal with the specific incident. So on the 14th of August 2021, there were leaking pipes that were reported in the new assembly. These pipes were replaced on the 19th of October 2021. Excuse me. <coughs> excuse me, I've put there in brackets that there was a steel shortage in SA. You would remember with the COVID um, pandemic, there was an issue with the steel supply in the country and it has been causing problems and delays um, throughout the construction industry. So we were delayed by the shortages of steel, hence the replacement of these lines was only concluded on the 19th of October. Once the installation was done, two full lines were replaced and tested by the 19th of October, which means the sprinkler system in the precinct and at the National and the Old Assembly was fully functional by the, by the 19th of October, 2021. The fire panels as well, the system was rewired and retested. The gas suppression system was also reinstated. In fact, when there was a fire on the 2nd of um, January, our service provider was called out to actually remove some of the gas lines because those gas lines could have exacerbated the situation of the fire uh, on the 2nd of January. 
on December 21st, um, the fire panels were reset after the power outage and they were fully functional when the, and the power was restored. Next slide, please. Now I'm gonna to talk to the issue of the frequency of maintenance in the precinct. The department can confirm, and this is the confirmation we even gave after the incident last year with the fire on the, on the 14th of March. The department can confirm that all the equipment and all the buildings in the precinct are regularly maintained and maintenance plans for the equipment can be summarized as follows. The electrical distribution boards are maintained or serviced annually. The lighting within the precinct is replaced as and when required. The fire detection um, system is also serviced annually. Fire extinguishers, fire hose reels, and fire hydrants are serviced annually. There's a monthly visual inspection for these particular um, items. For the fire um, sprinkler system, it is serviced annually, and we do the repairs as and when there's an issue that is picked up in the system. The RIMRAN system is the system that is linked between, between the precinct and the fire department. When there's a fire alarm in the precinct, it automatically reports to the fire department and the fire department is notified of the fire in the precinct. We made a note here because this is a note that we had, had to report on, on the previous report that the pre-sona inspection showed no irregularities with any of the equipment and the fire department request, the requirements were addressed. So annually, over and above the maintenance that we do pre-sona, there's a, there's a full inspection that is conducted in the, in the precinct with the city of Cape Town electrical department, with the fire department and the departmental service providers, just to make sure that we are ready for SONA. Next slide, please. Then I move on to the security report. Um, the reason this item is here, I think the minister indicated and in the DG that the, the incident of the 21st of December affected the precinct. And with that incident, all the equipment, the security equipment was affected, was affected by the power outrage. But in the precinct, we have a UPS, which is an uninterrupted power supply. And we also have standby generators so that when the electricity comes off, the UPS immediately kicks in. And then the generators as well, they also um, uh, automatically kicked in when, they, when, the power, when the power outrage occurred. The security contractor for the security side was called out to parliament on the 21st of December due to the power outrage in the CPD. The team attended to the access control and the CCVTV system um, to make sure that the servers were up and running for the DTEC client PCs. This is to make sure that the visual and the, vis the, visual, the visual of all the cameras for monitoring parliament and surrounds was actually up and running. So every time there's a power outrage, the, the security contractor would come to the precinct just to make sure if they are not in the precinct, just to make sure that the power outreach does not affect or if it has affected the system, then they would ensure that it ties up to the system so that it, it's, it's up and running within the effective time. So on this time, they were called out because they are on standby. They came in and they dealt with this. Due to the outage, they, they found two video capture, um, uh, uh, two video graphic cards or capture cards. Um, there's a, this is a technical term for the security um, component that was damaged on the video wall. 
Now, in, in the control room, you've got the normal computers that are sitting on the screen, but you also have a video wall which depicts all the cameras that are in the precinct. Um, there's a number of cameras throughout the precinct. So that video wall reflects on all the cameras that are in the precinct, but there was an issue with half of the video wall, which was not display, displaying on the 100 Plain Street control room. However, the team ensured that the CCVTV was fully in working order and displaying and alarming on the desktop PC monitors by the time that they left the precinct. Unfortunately, this, was, this matter was reported to Captain Stradom, and he also acknowledged that the wall was not going to be in, in its full capacity, but this did not affect the functionality of the system, the security system in the precinct. Unfortunately, when this incident occurred, as I reported earlier, the industry has been closed. So the service provider that is responsible for the for this particular item, which is the, the cards that we require for this video wall, was closed and for the year-end shutdown. And immediately when they are open, the service provider will acquire this, these cards and repair the half of the video wall to make sure that it's ready. This is the same service provider that calibrates the system for SONA as well as they do on an on, on, uh, um, on, on year on yearly basis. From the date or the day of the outrage or the day that the outrage was experienced leading up to the fire incident on the 2nd of January 2022, the CCTV system was in working order. The service provider was and is still on standby and is on site during this period with no faults that have been reported regarding the CCTV up to the incident that was reported on the 2nd of January. Can we move to the next slide, please? Uh, Chairperson, with your permission, uh, uh, um, this slide and then the next slide, um, we have this presentation with, the, with Parliament. It depicts the timeline from the time that the consultants were called, which is at 7-11 on the 20 on the 21st of December, up until all the incidences were, all the items were addressed from the time that the, the power outrage indicated, I think with, uh, the minister actually confirmed even yesterday that the, the power outrage on the 21st of December lasted as almost 24 hours, which means our standby generators were affected. And if the standby generators were affected, we had to get um, the service providers to be in the precinct to refuel the generators because we've got fuel tanks in the precinct. So all the equipment that is in the precinct was affected, but the, our service providers were called in by the consultants to come and deal with each and every item. With your permission, Chairperson, I'm just not going to read line by line on this slide. If we can move to this next slide. This started at 7-11 until 12-16, when all these items were reported and addressed by the, by the consultants and the service providers. Included in this, in this update, the UPS in the Parliament IT needed to be assessed and needed to be online, and the consultants were informed of the status, and this was, this was dealt with on the 22nd of December. The fire alarms... GSERV was on their way at the time of the incident. They went to the precinct and reset the fire alarms. 
uh, the company that is responsible for the HVAC, they also went into the precinct and made sure that the HVAC system was up and running, the fridges, the walk-in fridges and the freezers, and everything was operational by the end of the day on the 21st of November. No issues were reported with respect to the fire alarms and the HVAC system after the reset, the reset process was done. The next slide, please. On the 22nd of December, IT, Parliament IT advised that there was an issue in accessing the UPS at the NCOP and 90, 90 Plain Street remotely. Then they were en route on site to check what was, what was happening. The NCOP UPS was found to have been tripped and Parliament IT reset it with the telephonic assistance from the term contractors. 90 Plain Street remained a problem and the term contractor was dispatched to come through on site. The network card on UPS one had failed and the remote access was swapped to UPS number two. Parliament advised that all was in order. No further action was then required from the department's side in terms of the functionality of the systems in Parliament until the incident on the 22nd of, uh, on the 2nd of January. Next slide, please. Now, in conclusion, the department has dispatched the technical teams. We have two technical teams on site. The first team um, is the team of term uh, facilities management, term contractors and facilities management officials that are assisting the fire brigades and the fire, the fire department in terms of switching on and off of specific items where they cannot access because we, they, they don't necessarily have the technical skills that we have as a department and the, or the colleagues actually know where to find these specific items. So the, the, the team of, the, of facilities management is on site. The second team is the team that the minister was talking about today. We just introduced our project managers so that they are responsible for the technical assessments that the minister has reported earlier. The site remains inaccessible until the area is declared safe for further investigations and assessment. But our team is giving the support both to the South African police services and the Hawks and the, um, the firefighters in terms of the structural assessment um, of whether they can go into specific areas. Um, in terms of the, the report, uh, Minister and the Honourable Members and Chairpersons, this is the end of my presentation. Thank you very much. Chairperson, thank you very much. In handing back to the minister to conclude our presentation, our honourable members, I'd just like to confirm um, and, uh, and, uh, and emphasize that our systems were working as intended and were tested uh, quite late in December to give us that particular assurance. So thank you very much and let me hand to the minister. Minister? Thank you, Acting DG. Um, I don't think there's anything else that I want to add at this stage, but we are ready to take uh, questions for clarity, honorable chairpersons. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, honorable minister, and for the presentation, and thanks also to, to, to your team. Maybe hours. before we can continue, I want to make a special request. Um, I think we've done this before, that you share with us any form of pictures that you might have. 
uh, because it will also take us time to be able to access and uh, the parliament present. It has happened before in the previous presentations, you were able to share pictures with us. And uh, another set of pictures that I think might be of assistance would be on the security presentation. I think there was a slide there focusing on the security where you were explaining how the cameras uh, are connected and you spoke about some technical uh, language there that I do not understand, but if I see pictures, it might uh, assist me to understand better. Um, I'm not sure if you are in a position to do that, to share pictures with us. Uh, if pictures might also compromise the investigations, well, it's fine, but can we be advised, Minister? Yes, Honorable Chairperson, uh, we, we can confirm that the footage um, for, of the CCTV cameras uh, has been downloaded by the Hawks and it's now being secured by them as evidence in the, in the case that they are busy investigating. So, so that unfortunately is not available because the Hawks have now secured that evidence from the CCTV cameras. We only had footage yesterday, late last night, of the emergency services drone that was flying over Parliament. Mm. Uh, they were not allowed to share the footage widely, but they agreed that we could take two 30-second clips uh, from the video footage that was shared with the media. And that is the, the, the current footage that we see all over on, on TV. But what we can do uh, is that once we have got the assessment from our professional engineering team, because they are also using drones, we can see what pictures is available from there. But inside parliament, it's pitch, pitch dark. Nobody's allowed to go in and take pictures. You can only go as far as the door of the National Assembly. But after that, nobody else is allowed. So I will check uh, honorable chairpersons and see what pictures are available and share that with you later on or tomorrow. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. I'm sure the media would also be interested to, to get those pictures. Um, members, I'm going to make a humble request that um, when we speak, we raise our hands. And I'm aware that this meeting might be open to public. Uh, this meeting might be open to public. We're only going to allow members of the National Council of Provinces and members of the National Assembly to engage on the report. Uh, I'm going to request that when you raise your hand and when you speak, you also indicate which house are you representing and your full names, I think it will help for, for recording and also the portfolio committee or the select committee that you are representing. So I think we agree in that order. I'm going to now uh, go through the list and check if the members that would want to engage. Yo. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm going to start with Please, number one is Matapelo. Matapelo Siwisa. 
yes, Grahame, Samantha. Sibiwe Karube. Naring Singh. Member Muletani. Uh, I see the co-chairperson also, Mema Sangu. Member Kaiso. Uh, Host Shop, I'm sorry. Mandla Khai. Kenny Muimeng. Muimang. Muimang. Magdalene. Hicklin. Umpile Mautwe. Sharom Fanskalveik. And lastly, Becky Hadebe. In that order, I will not call for names again. In that order, members. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Chair. Uh, this is Honorable Suisa from the National Assembly, a member of the Portfolio Committee of Public Works. Uh, Chair, I'm listening to the report and I'm listening from the incident from the first fire in March until the second fire in January 2022. And the presenter says that maintenance was done or inspection was done in, in February before SONA. And then in March, we are experiencing a fire and I'm asking myself, was there a thorough maintenance or investigation or an inspection that was done? Now, we know that the department has a, has a tendency of not holding people accountable. And we are dealing with a department that has been moving from one incident to the next every single time we are dealing with public works. And we know that we are dealing with a department that does not actually, I think they've lost what they are supposed to be doing. They never give consistent responses. They never hold officials accountable. Uh, there's a lack of continuous maintenance. We even see we are not, some of us are not even surprised of what's happening in parliament because your basic buildings, your hospitals and clinics, they are not being maintained. And then we have to sit here and listen to such a report, which we, we are trying to shoot. It. It's a department that has moved from one disaster to the next. Now, the question that I have for the minister is that this engineering team that you are speaking about, is it people that are employed by public works or are you going to outsource whatever that needs to be done? Uh, Ms. Kokela speaks about CCTV cameras and the UPS and everything. I, I, I take it that Parliament is like the hospital. Parliament is like the hospital. If the power goes off, something needs to kick in. That's how it happens. So maintenance was done. They found out there are some valves that are leaking. And then later on, they were repaired. And I asked myself, again, it goes back to the department has got an entity, the PMTE, that does not know what they are supposed to be doing. Because of the PMT is responsible for maintenance and everything that needs to happen. But there is a lack of consequence management in this department. That is why we are sitting with such a disaster. Because everybody, what we understand is that if the, if the fire triggers are working, we shouldn't be having a fire that has spread as it has spread. 
It, we shouldn't even, it should have been a small fire. It should have been picked up by the sensors and everything. But it simply shows you that the report that we are getting here, that maintenance was done, inspections were done in February, in March, there was a fire in the old assembly. And then in December, there was an inspection. And then in January, there was, it, it's just paperwork that's happening here. So the minister needs to give us clear in, 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 uh, uh, answers to say that we've got sprinklers that were not working. Are those official? Let's leave the person that is said that has been found on the precinct and everything. The officials that are supposed to be responsible to make sure that our buildings across from parliament and to the hospitals and clinics and whether the, the, the hospitals are the, those officials that are responsible for that are they going to be held accountable? Is there going to be consequence management? Because there's still another report. There's a court that caught fire. We don't know. We are still waiting for that one to hear what was the problem, even with that one. So the minister, when it comes, even if this is a preliminary report that she's giving us, we need a detailed report that is going to say, this is, these are the people that are responsible. These are the consequences that are going to happen. And we are going to make sure that each and everything is going to happen to the letter. Thank you, Chairperson, for now. That's all I have to comment on this report. Uh, good afternoon, Chairperson, and thank you for the opportunity and thank you for the presentations. Um, my name is Samantha Graham-Marie. I am a member of the National Assembly and I am a member of the Portfolio Committee on Public Works and Infrastructure. I have a couple of technical questions that I'd like to ask um, following these uh, reports that were provided today. One of my questions is, is that it stipulates in the report that fire department re requirements were, were addressed. I'd like to know whether or not those were signed off by the fire department and whether or not a certificate of compliance was received in light of the fact that they did appear to address the fire department requirements. I'd also like to know whether or not the fire panels are being inspected daily as is required, although they did inspect other things annually and monthly, et cetera, as per the report, fire panels to my understanding should be addressed um, and inspected every day and a logbook should be um, completed uh, with each inspection. Were these done and if so, which was the fire panel um, at which the fire alarm was triggered? Have we been able to ascertain that? I believe that the data can be downloaded. Up to 9,000 incidents are available through those fire panels, and I'd like to know whether or not we have access to that data. With respect to the CCTV um, system, it's all good and well saying that the CCTV system was working, but the reports we've been getting about these, this homeless gentleman who was in, in Parliament was that he accessed the precinct around about 2 a.m. in the morning. And my understanding is, is that the call for the fire was made... I'm sorry, somebody's machine is not off. Miss um, Moncho, your machine, your sound is on. Thank you. Um, the call was made round about quarter past six in the morning. Um, the gentleman was apparently on site from 2 a.m. How is it possible that somebody could spend four hours on the precinct? Ms. Moncho. How is it possible that somebody could spend four hours on the precinct and not be? Just hold, just hold. Thank you. Just hold, member. Sorry for interrupting. No uh, problem. Can we Thank you. Request that we please keep our mics muted at all times so that there should not be any disruptions and allow members to uh, 
pose their questions without any interruption so that we also try to save time. And for those who are going to attend the four o'clock meeting should be able to prepare. I humbly request that we do that. Please, let's keep that discipline. Okay, thank you for interrupting you. I mean, I mean, thank you, Honorable sorry, Mabe. Sorry for, for, for the interruption. You may no continue. problem. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, so my question basically is, is that from, from the information we've received, somebody was on the precinct in the buildings for four hours, had the time to set one, maybe more fires. How is it possible that these functioning CCTV cameras could not pick up that somebody was on there? Um, and then finally, it's it beggars belief that there have been numerous reports. We've we've and they've been doing the rounds. So we've seen the she audit report from 2018. We've seen the fire incident report after March 2021's fire. We know about the BDO report and the findings with respect to the fire protection services at Parliament. And yet we are still being told that every system was functioning and work working. Um, it is inconceivable to me that everything was in place. The March fire happened. Nothing has been rectified since the March fire, although the report has been done and we've been told because of procurement issues, et cetera, et cetera. So nothing has been corrected subsequent to the March fire um, happening. And yet we're being told that everything was functional around the fire protection services. So I'd like to get clarity on that. Thank you very much, Chair, for the opportunity. Thank you very much, Chairperson. My name is Sevio Kwakube. I'm the DA's Deputy Chairperson. Uh, I am the DA Deputy Chief Whip. I wanted to ask just three questions. Uh, following um, the questions posed by my colleague, uh, um, Member Graham, I wanted to find out from the Minister the uh, the, the report that was uh, compiled la uh, last year following the fire in the Old Assembly. Which of the recommendations that were included in that report have been implemented ahead of this fire? So to say if there were three recommendations or five recommendations uh, flowing from that report, which of them have been implemented um, before the fire broke out? I think it's quite important because, of course, there's been 10 months since we had that fire. And so it would it would mean that it's quite important to see that we would have rectified whatever deficiencies we may have had um, with in regards to fire prevention at the time. Uh, and then, Chairperson, I wanted to, uh, I am a little bit surprised that the Acting Secretary to Parliament declined to make any inputs. Um, I would have assumed that uh, we would have received the briefing from both her and the Minister, because, of course, these things are, are, are separate matters. We've got the Minister and, uh, and, the, and, and, uh, and issues pertaining to her um, man, uh, mandate of public works. But we also have uh, uh, Parliament and uh, Parliamentary Protection Services, and it would have been really useful to understand from the parliamentary point of view um, and the protection services point of view, what are their uh, sort of account of the day, what has been done, and to get a report from them. Because I think we're only getting one side or at least a very myopic view of what has happened if we're only hearing the report from Public Works. It would be very useful to hear from parliamentary protection services themselves about what has happened, what went wrong, because according to the, 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 the speaker herself, there were security breaches. 
So if there are security breaches, it would be useful to understand where they emanate from so that we can really start to get to the bottom of how this was allowed to happen and who we can hold accountable, particularly uh, chairperson, because we've had now conflicting reports uh, from uh, particularly the um, the the Nahal, for instance, that has said that protection services have been over time reduced in parliament due to issues of finances. And we had the speaker yesterday disputing that fact. And so these two things are really, these two things are contradictory. And it would have been useful really to hear from the acting secretary of parliament exactly where we are from a parliamentary point of view and uh, where the security breaches were and what to make of these uh, reports that have been doing the rounds. Thank you very much. Chairperson, thank you very much. Uh, let, let me start off by saying I'm also concerned, as my colleague is, that uh, the ASTP chose not to say anything because I think they have a major role to play. And that role would go right back to 2018, the report, uh, the SHE report, the Safety, Health and Environment report, uh, which was uh, commissioned by Parliament itself. And in that report, you know, I mean, the, the last line of the executive summary of that audit says that there was certainly non-compliance with a number of issues. So I think perhaps public works through the minister can tell us to what extent uh, did they look at that report, the SHE report of May 2018, and to what extent was remedial action taken on the recommendations in that particular report of 2018. So that's my first question, Honorable Chairperson. Second question is, you know, is also related to what my colleagues have been talking about, the cameras. It's well and good to have cameras and walls and everything else, but you need warm bodies. You need warm bodies to monitor these cameras because you don't want to catch people after the, after the act. You want to see what people are doing on the spur of the moment and act uh, decisively. And it would seem to me that there were no warm bodies in that camera room at the time uh, uh, to, to, to really see what was happening because whoever was in the building could have been apprehended. Now, we need to know, you know, to what extent... Uh, there are warm bodies, and why were there no warm bodies at that time? The third question would relate uh, to the sprinklers. I know the Honourable Minister had indicated initially, and thank you very much, Minister, for, for your uh, uh, hands-on approach there together with your colleagues, uh, you know, uh, when the fire started. Uh, you, you indicated that a particular water valve was closed or shut off. Now, now, that would uh, cause us to assume that sprinklers in a particular locality would not have been working if there was a fire. But from reports that we received, the fire was, well, I quote unquote, started in two different places within the parliamentary precinct. Now, are we saying that the valve that shuts off water for the sprinklers is just one valve that controls the whole of the precinct? Uh, because if that's not the case, then why didn't the, the sprinklers in the other section of parliament in the new assembly uh, be functional? Uh, the, the, the last question I'd like to know is that uh, uh, the Department of Public Works, to what extent has work that you have been asked to do, remedial work by parliament itself uh, to ensure safety and health standards were not done? And where these not done because of a shortage of funds, because we hear in reports as well, because of parliamentary, uh, because of budgets 
some of the work could not be done. And, and very lastly, Honorable Minister, media reports also suggest that it's going to take one billion run uh, to, uh, to, to, to repair the damages. Now, is this a thumbsuck figure? Who came up with this figure? Is it the Department of Public Works or, or who is it? Because I would think that, you know, this is going to have a, ve- a need, a very, very careful examination of what has been damaged, engineering defects, et cetera, et cetera, before one can come up with uh, even estimates of uh, repairing the damages there. Although whatever money we can put in is not going to restore the historic value of these buildings. And I've been there for 30 years now, and it's really sad to have seen what happened. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, Minister, I just want to find out from you, but uh, at least I'm a little bit covered in some of the questions, especially I'm covered uh, one, one honorable member has asked about the certificate of compliance. And also I had a problem of the person who's in charge, who's monitoring the cameras. I wanted to know whether that person was sitting there doing his work or maybe the cameras were just on there, he was not there. Then what I want to find out, uh, Minister, again, is that uh, uh, if we can get the report, it can be sent to us together with the, with the, the acting uh, secretary of the parliament. Even in the morning, we requested from you that we can, can, we, can we be sent the report so that we are able to go through those reports on our own, so that we are able, we are able to compare your, 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 the findings from, from both sides. And then, Minister, you reported that there are discussions whereby the city of Cape Town is willing to assist in terms of accommodating. I want to check in your discussions, are there going to be any financial implications? Because you have said that they are, they are, they are prepared to avail the, the, the Cape Town International Hall, the city hall, and the offices that they have just renovated. Are they going to avail them to be used or there's going to be uh, some, some, some financial implications? If yes, the estimations in terms of, of your discussions on how, how much is it going to, to cost the, 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 the parliament? Thank you, Chairperson. I have noted hands. Uh, if you know that I've noted you, please, members, let us just follow so that uh, we lessen uh, interruptions. Thank you very much, Honourable Chair. Um, it's Sonia Bossoff, and I represent the NCOP, and I also serve in the Select Committee. Um, Questions were posed this morning because we had the opportunity to be briefed this morning um, at the NCOP plenary uh, sitting. And I just have two questions that I would like to ask. As with Honorable Sarisa, I'm also concerned about the inspection prior to Sona and then all of a sudden the fire broke out in March and apparently the ins- there were no findings following this inspection. Is there any way that we can be provided with this inspection report so that we can go through it? And then with regard to Honorable DeLille's introduction where she said that fire equipment service report has been sent to the speaker. 
could we um, also be provided with this report? And can she today maybe inform us if any deficiencies were um, found on these um, fire equipments? Thank you very much, Chair. Thank you, Chair. I'll pick up from here. It's Madeleine Hicklin. I am a member of the National Assembly. In your report uh, that was presented today, uh, Minister DeLille, uh, you spoke about the incident in March when you looked at the sprinkler systems. You said there was an issue with the water in the fire hydrants and the fire reel hose reels, that there was a leak on one of the lift shafts. Uh, you spoke also of the galvanized pipes that were replaced. Nothing was spoken about the fire hydrants and the fire reels. I am assuming that those have been replaced, but nothing has been said conclusively. Again, one has to ask the question. We are, we are a department. I am in the portfolio of uh, public works and infrastructure. We are a department or we, we are a portfolio committee that does oversight over the department that seems to buck past quite a lot when it comes to maintenance. And nobody ever really seems to take responsibility when maintenance doesn't happen. We take a great delight in saying it was Charlie's fault or Peter's fault or Mary's fault, but there is never real consequence management when things don't happen. Whose responsibility is it to actually make sure that maintenance does take place? We are very reactive and we are not proactive. What can be done to ensure that this department becomes a department of proactive maintenance and not reactive maintenance, because that is all we are seeing. We are not a proactive, uh, de the Department of Public Works is not a proactive maintenance department. <laughs> if you also look at the um, facilities maintenance across so many areas that are the responsibility of the Department of Public Works, but the, the parliamentary villages, um, the fires that broke out on the 21st of December, horrific fires within the parliamentary villages, no horticultural maintenance within the parliamentary villages. It's all related. Um, but just please answer the question about the fire hoses and the fire hydrants within the parliamentary precinct, please, as to whether those areas have been addressed because largely everything else that I wanted to ask has been covered very ably by my colleague, Samantha Graham-Marais. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Chair. I take it that I'm the next uh, to speak. Uh, greetings to everybody on the platform. Uh, Chairperson, I think the, the procedure when it comes to meetings uh, of committees is that we, we receive the reports uh, before uh, the prior the meeting, uh, so that we can uh, go through uh, the report and also prepare questions. Now we are a bit uh, disadvantaged uh, that you've been just uh, listening and uh, to the report uh, that uh, Ms. Kolela was uh, taking us through. Um, but if we had the report uh, prior the meeting, at least we would be able to understand some of the areas. So with that, I want to suggest uh, that uh, we should still get uh, another detailed report 
particularly to these uh, specific areas uh, that has to do with the sprinkler system. Um, I, I know there are specific areas in terms of uh, the frequency as to when these uh, are assessed. Uh, uh, some are annual, uh, some are monthly. Uh, if I, I know this was uh, reported in the in the meeting. Sorry, my name is Malachai. I serve in the uh, uh, Joint uh, uh, Standing Committee on Financial Management of uh, Parliament, but also a select committee uh, that oversight uh, uh, public works and infrastructure department. Um, so if we could get a, a, a specific report uh, on these areas uh, that have been mentioned by uh, members uh, before me, uh, the sprinkler system, when were they assessed? Uh, you should not just say annually, but must be specific in terms of a uh, date and month and uh, on which they were uh, uh, assessed. Uh, the smoke uh, detectors, um, the CCV monitors, all those, uh, we need specific around them, not just uh, a few lines uh, with regards, because they are they uh, are very important uh, for us to, to understand as to when these were 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 assessed. But also, perhaps isn't it about time also to review the fre- the frequency on, on which these are, are are being assessed? For instance, to to assess the sprinkler um, system annually, once annually, I I, I think there's a problem there. Uh, as well as the uh, others, uh, the, the fire detectors to assess whether they are functional. You do that once uh, annually. I think those are some of, for me, uh, of the challenges. I think, therefore, uh, there's a need to to, to review uh, the frequency uh, of assessing and monitoring uh, the functionality of of uh, 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 these uh, maintenance uh, uh, equipments. Chair. I would also want to find out with regard to the in the in one of the meetings of the joint testing committee on financial management of parliament. I did check whether the the parliament has a, a health and, and safety committee. Uh, the acting the secretary responded that indeed uh, there is a, a committee. I want to check where throughout the process um, uh, that is being reported to by uh, Department of Public Works and, 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 and uh, uh, Infrastructure, what has been the role uh, of the uh, Health and Safety Committee? Are they aware of these inspections that have been uh, carried out around the issues of uh, electrical distributors, uh, the, the lighting, the fire detection, the fire extinguishers, the fire... <laughs> Uh, sprinklers, uh, remnant, uh, all these things that have to do with the safety uh, uh, of the institution, uh, whether these reports have been uh, shared with the, uh, uh, these committees. Um, but also the report, has it also been shared? It looks like it's only the, this report is just within the, the department. Uh, uh, with who is it being shared with uh, in the institution uh, of parliament? Uh, because th- there's this duality, there are areas that are managed by the Department uh, of uh, Public Works and Infrastructure in parliament, 
but also there are areas that are managed by uh, the management of the institution. So I think some the, there should be some coordination uh, in terms of uh, this duality of responsibilities. Um, I, I also want to 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 check because there are some of the issues that are in the public uh, domain uh, that uh, I think need also to be ventilated in this meeting or being addressed. Um, I think the, the issue of uh, the protection services uh, staff, I, I really think that we need to be brief with regard to as to why they were not uh, on duty. The, in the public domain, there are issues of the, the financial constraints. Uh, there are issues of the reason why they're not uh, in, uh, there is because of uh, the, the COVID-19 regulations. Uh, but also others uh, have to do with the regard to the policy that the institution has around the issues of uh, uh, leaves. If we could get a, a clarity uh, specifically around the issue of uh, the protection services uh, staff as to why they, they were not there uh, I mean, uh, uh, during this period uh, of leave. Uh, thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, uh, honorable coaches, and greetings to all uh, honorable members. I want to appreciate the uh, presentation that has been made uh, before this committee uh, uh, by the minister and the team and the chairperson of the NCOP. Uh, we want to comment the work that has been done by the uh, fire team from the uh, Cape Town Metro. Uh, so, Chairperson, I just want to ask just a few questions. It's a pity that some questions may sound to be, you know, uh, actually now probing or doing the kind of investigating, but it's not in that spirit. But it is unavoidable to ask this question in the manner that the presentation has been made. Uh, firstly, it's on the issue of... Uh, On the issue of the uh, what my colleague has raised there, because one part of the protection service uh, seemed to be missing here, and uh, it will be of importance that as a committee also we receive a report, or the report should reflect as to whether were there any people who were on duty uh, from the protection service. Uh, who were not on duty on that day, so that we deal with this issue that has been raised, like what my previous uh, or speaker, Honorable Chai, uh, uh, has raised. Uh, it will be very much important. And to see as to whether, indeed, there was deployment of uh, a team on that night or the morning, there should be a breakdown of that team that clearly shows that everybody who was expected uh, whether the the team that was supposed to be there in as far as the arrangement of the work duty was there or was there any uh, shortcoming uh, of deployment which is there so that we know if there was were there any particular reasons which were advanced 
such that uh, it responds now to the question. I, I mean, all that is related to the work over that particular day, including the morning. Uh, I think that report must be well, well crafted so that we are able to see and know uh, actually what where the shortcomings there so that we don't, uh, you know, uh, thumbsack uh, this information. It will be very much prudent that we get that, that information. So on the company or service provided, uh, service providers that you spoke about uh, during the presentation, uh, maybe it, it will be important that we are also made aware that the, uh, the selection of these service providers includes uh, vetting, uh, because I can tell you why. Uh, <clears throat> so, I think it's very much prudent so that we begin to clear any, you know, uh, suspicious things that, you know, just by the uh, getting a, a report, a, a written report, at least certain basic things we get cleared. So we, we must get that report as well that all these people that have been mentioned here as they are working in that uh, key point, uh, are they just simply being selected by certificate uh, excluding vetting or where they all vetted people. And the other question uh, I, sh I should think is the last question is on the fire detection. I think the report must also be able to tell us whether it, if there's any abnormality uh, uh, by a, a fire sensor, is the, systems, is the system such that at the central point, are you able to detect a portion or part uh, of any of these system that is uh, uh, not functioning well so that it then raises alarm? Uh, I think it's very much important to, 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 to also talk to those finer details because uh, I mean, if, 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 if uh, <clears throat> it, it might be possible, I'm just thinking aloud, uh, like if I'm just ordinary person that, no, okay, uh, it's like uh, one system uh, or, or 10 of this uh, minute system installed there were able not to capture uh, or to be captured through the circuit board and the, the message could not be decoded that there's a problem as such. Is the system itself able to see each and every corner that a certain sensor is unable to pick up immediately the problem uh, that arises? So. Uh, let me pause at that the particular moment. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Co-Chair. Thank you very much, uh, Chair. Good afternoon to everyone. My name is Umpile Moto, and I'm the member of the National Assembly deployed by the Economic Forum Fighters. Now, Chair uh, and everybody, I think it's very clear that the she audit report that had recommendations that were meant to have been implemented by now were clearly not implemented. And anyone who seeks to want I'm to... Sorry, I'm sorry, Chair. Co-Chair, I'm sorry. Can uh, Honorable Mpile please uh, open her video? My network is very bad, Sissy. I can't. Uh, thank you, Sissy. Okay. Yeah, so I, I was saying that anyone who wants to come and say that the she audit report of 2018. 
recommendation was fully implemented will be misleading and must not be taken for a ride. And uh, Chair, because of my network issues, I missed the better part of the presentation made by the chairperson of the NCOP. So I'll zoom into the presentation by the Department of Public Works and Infrastructure. The minister, when she was um, presenting, she said that the ICC offered the venue. Now, can she clarify when what she means by offered the venue? I'm, I'm very skeptical because there's no free lunch. Very soon we'll be told that there's arrangements that now uh, are, have locked all of us in. So we, we need to be clear, what does that mean? Including the city of Cape Town that has offered a hall. And then I'm also interested in knowing, she presented, she said that the there's already a professional team of architects, engineers, specialists, and all that, who would be the ones who are doing the preliminary report. But second to that, then she says that the building, once the fire has been put down, will be handed over to the Hawks, and no one will be allowed to enter into the building. Now, my question is, how and when will her team be allowed to enter? Once, because once it's in the hands of the hawks or the police, correctly so, it will not be accessed by anyone. So how will how will her team access the building and by when? Does she have an indication of when? And also this team that she's talking about, is it internal um, skills or it's, it's, is she sourcing out these um, skills from outside her department? And um, thirdly, the issue of the springless, I think we'll deal with that when we get the, the proper report, because now we're just talking, it's just speculation. Springless were not working, springless were that, were not that. So I think we'll have to wait for the final report that will indicate what what happened to the springless and to the sensors and all that. And now, lastly, my question is, I'm sure that the, there's a cross-functional team whether it be at a cabinet level or it be at a management level or executive level, that involves everyone, all, all the stakeholders who are involved in this um, issue, who would then indicate how and when and by, by when and all that, instead of what is currently happening. I mean, there's already media reports that the estimation could be this much and all that. That is very unprofessional. We can't work like that. So let's allow the, the, the committees and those that are meant to be part of the cross-functional team to do their work so that they don't thumbs up, they don't come up with a misleading information. I mean, when did they do the, the, the report to come up with a suggestion that it might cost you this much to repair all that? So I think uh, that's, that's the speaker of parliament and all those that are tasked, that are part of the stakeholder management should actually get this thing together and not allow anyone and anybody just to speak from where they are sitting. And then with all that, I'll pause for now. Uh, I hope we'll be given some chance again, maybe after the responses so that we can have follow-up questions. That's it from my side for now. Thank you. Thank you very much, Chairperson, and uh, thank you for the opportunity. I'm Sharon Panskalkwe, a member of the National Assembly. Uh, deployed to the Portfolio Committee of Public Works and Infrastructure. 
Chairperson, I'm not going to repeat what's already been covered by the previous members, but uh, I'm, I'm, I just want to uh, request Chairperson uh, that we, I'm, I'm, I'm very worried about the uh, absence of the, the protection service report. And can we have an urgent request in this regard so that we can have some indication of what uh, transpired there? Then, Chairperson, I wanted to find out, is Parliament sufficiently resourced in terms of staff and other resources to optimally perform their uh, duties in terms of, of uh, uh, the health and safety department or section? Then, Chairperson, I want to uh, inquire in terms of the frequency of maintenance. Uh, the other members raised their concerns in terms of no specific dates in terms of uh, the, the, the maintenance or frequency of maintenance. But mine would be a little bit further stretched. I want to uh, request that we get uh, specifics, a specific report, a detailed report, which clearly indicates the uh, the last maintenance reports uh, or maintenances that has been done, specifically in terms of 2021, so that we can find out uh, when we get the detailed report, they must also indicate not only the dates, but what has been found and the interventions that has been made uh, 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 through the findings that they, they had. So I'll pause there, Chairperson. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, Chair. Uh, my name is Kenny. Uh, the, Kenny Muman, the, the Chair of the State Committee uh, of Transport and Public Works. Uh, <clears throat> let me also appreciate the, the report uh, in the manner in which it gives progress uh, with regard to the improvement that uh, has been effected since uh, March last year. Uh, however, that there's a, a one aspect that, 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 that is missing, uh, uh, coaches, that, uh, that makes it a bit of a, a, bit of a challenge to, 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 to know exactly what transpired uh, on, on, on the day when the the, on, on the morning of the seventh uh, of January, uh, <clears throat> without, without necessarily without necessarily uh, putting the cart before the horse or uh, blaring uh, uh, and compromising the work of the of this of the security in terms of this investigation, I think it will be important. Uh, uh, but learn from the report because. Uh, the, the the report gives uh, an impression that uh, all, all, all systems were in place. Uh, of course, there's an issue of the sprinkler uh, that is uh, coming to the fore, and the issue of the alarm system that is coming to the fore. Uh, <clears throat> but it will be important just to to probably in terms of the interaction that that the that the, uh, the management of, 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 of parliament had uh, was the, with the uh, uh, police, police department, because they are the ones that are responsible also uh, for, 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 for many our entrance 
not really given the fact that this is a parliamentarization key point. <clears throat> it will be important to get a sense in terms of uh, your interaction with them as to whether uh, <clears throat> is there a cause for concern in terms of uh, the work that they were supposed to do in, in the morning of the incident that necessarily could have uh, led to, <clears throat> to the intruder uh, bridging the security of a national key institution uh, to the extent that uh, <clears throat> based on what, 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 what has been presented to, to court, uh, <clears throat> clearly, uh, <clears throat> and without necessarily uh, a judging a book, uh, a book by, by, by its cover, <clears throat> the, the, which obviously leaves uh, uh, one a bit confused if, 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 if from the public knowledge uh, or from the, 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 the media and what has been presented to court, uh, somebody that, that, that is homeless uh, uh, <clears throat> could uh, bridge the security to that extent. The, the, the question will be, the issues around the alarm, the issues around the sprinkler, the issues around where to call the fire. Has, has those issues been been conversed uh, with the management, the department, with the management of the list of parliament and also the department, so that at least uh, we don't have to wait for the portfolio committee of uh, of, 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 of of police uh, uh, <clears throat> to 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 brief the, uh, the parliament. Uh, because it leaves much more more questions to be answered if those details are not are not coming forth from the report because the the uh, the, the, the report gives progress in terms of what has been done since last year uh, the intervention that was made since the December 21 but uh, it falls uh, short of uh, the details that will put us in a much more better position to to, to respond to questions that are being posed uh, to, to us as members of parliament, because uh, what is beginning to emerge is that uh, this person is homeless. At the same time, uh, the public is saying that they say that don't judge the book by its cover, don't be misled by what you see. There might be more more information. But uh, it will be important just to get a sense as to whether, on the basis of accountability, are there police that are already uh, on suspension if indeed they could not uh, do the work they were, they were supposed to do on that particular day? Uh, the second point relates to the ability and capacity of parliament uh, to respond to, to disaster. Uh, as a national key point, uh, as the as, as the seat of, uh, of 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 the of of, of parliament, as uh, as the epicenter of uh, of the uh, <clears throat> the legislative arm of 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 of, 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 of government, uh, does it suggest that we are found wanting when it comes to uh, uh, the ability of 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 of, of Parliament to respond to disaster, to the disaster of this nature, uh, because uh, <clears throat> there's the fact that uh, there's also an appreciation of the work that was done by the city of Cape Town. Uh, the concern that I had was uh, 
how, how the, the, the confusion also that was arising as a result of the press briefing that would be given by the NMC of Cape Town of Safety, uh, because uh, it, it is important that as, as, as parliament, we must have the ability to respond to such disaster without necessarily having to uh, rely on the other sphere, spheres of government, uh, because uh, uh, we are a seat of the legislative arm of government, and therefore, as a national key point, it becomes important that uh, we are not found wanting when it comes to the ability of, of, of parliament to respond to any uh, disaster of this kind. Thank you, Chair. I'm a member of this committee, Financial Management Board, which is the Committee for Public Works and Infrastructure. Um, Chair, Honorable Moi Mung has pretty much covered what I want to say, but what I find interesting who inspected the camera systems on the 21st of December, uh, found that they're not working optimally and there seems to be no further escalation of that particular problem. And then this morning when we had a briefing by the Acting Secretary of Parliament, she made it quite clear that the security of Parliament, the perimeter of the security of Parliament, was the job of the SAPS. So I just would like to know from the Secretary of Parliament, is she, by saying that, saying that this entire incident and the, the, the ingress into Parliament was as a result of a failure by the SAPS? And then just a, <clears throat> an assurance from the powers that be that the report will include a very strong section on the actions of the SAPS in terms of Captain Stratum, who's the only person actually mentioned in the report, and also the, um, the perimeter security of, of the campus. <clears throat> in, in all my time, about eight years here uh, in Parliament, I've never seen uh, police patrolling the back perimeter on the garden side, for instance. Um, I've never seen them actually patrolling outside or in that particular area. I'm not exactly sure what hourly patrols are conducted around the perimeter of, of Parliament. And it would be where the weaknesses are that could have led to this. Who's next, coaches? I see Mashangu, Masho, uh, Brown. Can we have Brown maybe before? Okay, okay, let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me recognize Brown and the coach, Masho, uh, Lisoma. And Hadebe is still my last speaker. Can I remember the last coach person? Oh, Can I come? so, so. You will come before Hadebe. Okay. In that order, members? Chair, is it me? 
Yes, Comrade Marshall. Oh, thank, yes, you thank you very much. Thank you very much. Chairperson, let me take this opportunity to greet uh, the minister and also the chairperson of NCOP, including my colleagues on the platform. I would like to welcome the presented report. And I do have some specific questions on the issue of maintenance. The first question that one will ask is that what procedures does the department follow after work done in the department? I will also like to understand and also think that as members of parliament, I think we need to get a, a report on, on monitoring and evaluation of the work done after uh, they've been, after before, the monitoring and evaluation report that the department is having before the incident happens. We just wanted to check how they deal with their issues in the department so that we can be able to find out as to why this happened. Chair, most important issue will be on the matter of another matter that one will ask the department to clarify me, which is the issue of unavailability of funding to implement some of the most important specific uh, savings of the national key points. I just wanted to check what is, what when they said there is, they did not have enough funds, what do they mean? Because as parliament, I think we have the responsibility of making sure that all goes well if we are informed uh, accordingly by our technocrats. Chair, I will also definitely support those who spoke before me that we need to be given a, a detailed report as soon as it's available as the minister has promised to give us that report after they have done whatever is needed to be done. Chair, I'm not convinced that as the, 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 the people of South Africa, we cannot pro protect our national key points. Definitely sure I'm not happy about this situation. Thank you. Thank you, honorable coaches, and good afternoon, colleagues, and the and the minister, and uh, and all other uh, uh, technocrats that are in the platform. Firstly, chair, I, I'm not going to ask any questions. Safe to say that I have been covered, but I would like to make a suggestion, and I'll leave it to your discretion whether the committee will agree with me or not. One is that. Uh, firstly, is that in, I, I'm suggesting that we must take this work or our quality project as a special project that outside our normal routine of doing our oversight, that we pay closer attention to, to, to it. That will mean that we need frequent meetings so that we can get continuous, uh, correct, concise yeah. update in terms of the proceedings. And also moving forward, what will be mitigating factors will be within the parliamentary present as a whole.
uh, to chair as the purpose of the meeting was to get a briefing with a clear understanding that uh, there will be no concrete because of the time in between Sunday and today and also the meetings that have been happening where it expects these very same people to, to report to various uh, uh, stakeholders in terms of the oversight. I, I will suggest that having not received the report uh, even at a late uh, in, in later today, noting that the meeting was called, it was a special meeting, but of course it was going to be a the right thing to do that, even whether the, the, the is a draft report or what would have received, we would have within an hour gone through it so that we get well prepared, that we receive that report, we go through it, if it's updated to the well and good, but also what I'm suggesting that must uh, accompany that report is the occupational health and safety plans of parliament and its implementation. How far has it been implemented? What are they, where are they uh, having any challenges? What causes those challenges and how are they going to overcome them? Issues of maintenance would be incorporated there. Secondly, on the same second item, which is would be B of the, of the same item, will be also, let's say there have been a, a, in March as the public works through the minister have indicated, which is very encouraging that there has been some work, specific work that has been in responding in the March uh, fire. Who was the project manager? Was it an internal project manager who did, uh, took over uh, giving or issuing a certificate of saying that the job is well done so that we know that there's a, a quality assurance that is being done. Uh, the last one, Chair, if we can get that, it will talk to also the frequency, the mandatory frequency of uh, requirements that are, 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 are mandatory and the actual frequency of checks in terms of the occupational health and safety requirements as it were. If we can get that, we'll be, we'll be very much happy. The third point, Chair, moving forward as the co committee... Management Parliament that we get a report it will be if it will be ready at the time at your earliest convenience that you see in terms of the workings of Parliament when we can meet and where is going to, SONA going to be held and also which will also cover the financial implications and the meaning thereof of the of the venue that will be have been chosen. Uh, thank you very much, Chair, for the opportunity. Chairperson, thank you very much for the opportunity. And uh, let me start by greeting the minister, the co-chairperson and chairpersons of the portfolio committees, uh, portfolio committee and the select committee. Uh, I'm not sure if the deputy minister is on the platform, the chairperson of the NCOP and the colleagues, uh, very good afternoon. And uh, saying to my colleague, uh, Comrade Maina, your camera was not on. I know you don't do that usually, but uh, I know when you are somewhere, your camera was not on. But uh, this is not because we, 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 we enjoy or we just want to look at people, but it's part of 
the kind of work that we're doing. And we want to make life easier for our stakeholders as they communicate to, to the public. We are accountable to the public. Chairperson, um, much of the things that I wanted to comment on has been said, and maybe one is uh, fortunate to have been part of the meeting in the morning. And uh, okay, you said we must introduce ourselves. I'm Dike Lady uh, Mahlangu, the co-chairperson of the, this committee of a joint uh, a committee on financial management of parliament. Uh, I'm the MP in the NCOP. Uh, that's the reason why I'm part of this meeting here today. Chair, much of the things that have been said have been said, and uh, we have had uh, engagements previously. Uh, Honorable Minister, you'll, you'll remember, we, as the, the, the Joint Committee on Financial Management uh, of uh, Parliament, we have requested you to come and talk about uh, many other things. And I don't want to cloud uh, this meeting with issues that are not uh, relevant to, 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 to the matter. I'm just informed that the, the Honorable Speaker uh, is uh, on the platform. Honorable Speaker, you're most uh, welcome. And I think the co-chairperson will give you a platform to, to say a wait. Uh, I need to acknowledge your presence and uh, uh, appreciate your presence. Chair, I think each, in each and every incident or an unfortunate situation that we find ourselves in, there's a lesson that we must learn. And the first thing that comes to me when I saw this happening, uh, being reported by, by, by media, was that uh, what have we learned from the previous incident? And uh, when you speak uh, in comparison with what has been happening, you know, I'm taking this from what uh, the Honorable Chairperson of the NCOP that the Amazon have said. Uh, Ordinary people, when he, they heard what you were saying, Tate Masondo, they might uh, misunderstand uh, what you, you, were, you, were, you were saying. Because I think you were, you were talking about um, the electrical fault, which was informed by the report and the, the investigation that was done uh, on, the, on the fire that happened in March. But for now, I don't think that um, there's anything valuable. After listening to the minister and the team, the speaker and the team, yesterday in your press conference, when you said the, the temperature uh, could not allow people to access the the, 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 the the present or the, 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 the building itself. And that is understandable because ourselves as the committee, hence we are doing this jointly with, with, the, with the, the, the select and the portfolio committee on 
public works. We wanted to go there. We wanted to, to, to go and, and, and see what is happening after we have given the, the technocrats, the, the people who have the, the know-how, the specialist to do the assessment and take that report to go and do our own uh, physical uh, oversight. But it is impossible, we understand that, Minister, that is, it's not possible now. But having said that, um, I don't know if the, the acting um, secretary expected um, maybe the execu executive authority to speak on the matters of where is the loophole actually? Because public works is, a, is an implementing agency in terms of the building, but in terms of the management of the personnel, the responsibility lies with a, a parliament and we expect parliament to account on what happened, who was there, who was not there. And if indeed the, 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 the cameras were working, as per the report from the minister, they were 100% working, it means even if the person has been identified after an hour or two hours or so on, you, you would have the footage to see what is happening. Hence I'm saying, have we learned a lesson? And I also ask myself the question as to, this incident happened immediately after the funeral of Ndadetutu. Uh, May his soul rest in peace. And we had a, 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 the president, the former presidents, they were there. You know, we had church leaders, uh, cabinet members. How safe were all those people, the mourners who were there? How safe were they? If this person could access the parliament, because the church where the service was, is very near to the to the to the to the to the to the building of parliament. So, which means this person was around. And honourable Mimang, I don't know if it's honourable Mimang or honourable Chai say, uh, and I shared the same. I shared the same uh, sentiment with you because I thought our parliament is not uh, really. Um, Treated as a as a as a as a as a, as a, as a how do you call it as a national key point because it's surrounded by people day in day out. Whoever wants to do anything, the way people get in sometimes it's 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 questionable. But it's our responsibility as the the, 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 the portfolio committee, I mean, the joint uh, committee and portfolio committees to oversight and make you aware of the loopholes. It is really, really embarrassing. I shared the same sentiments with you to say, maybe it's a homeless person because we are surrounded by homeless people. 
who sleep around in the doorstep of the, of the parliament and trends and, and, and all that. But watching the news, uh, as you were speaking, the, 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 there was a, a, a reporter who was at the venue or the homestead of, the, of that alleged uh, perpetrator. It's not a homeless person. But I'm not, I'm not equipped to can say that. There are so many questions, uh, Minister and, and uh, Speaker and Chairperson, that comes to our minds to can say, what is it? What is it that is happening? And I could really feel your frustrations after reporting that uh, the, the fire has been uh, uh, extinguished. Then it started again in flames. I could feel the frustration and you must know that you are not alone because that parliament belongs to the people, is the, is the, is the parliament of the people, but it's also our workplace where we are supposed to do the mandate, to carry the mandate that the people have elected us for. So it's very frustrating. Um, so it's, 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 it's very difficult to can say that, to can even say now that we will be able to get the report on, on Friday because whoever is responsible to do the assessment needs to access the building. Will they be able to access the building? I, I, I doubt if they will, but they, they know better. And uh, as uh, the minister had said, you have been engaging the, 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 the you have been engaging different uh, 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 stakeholders and uh, organizations who are responsible, who are there to help us. And this issue of saying there were people or there were no people at work. We might, we, might, we might not want to, to, to put it as a, as a problem, but if it's a reality that there were no people, what was the reason? Those workers who were supposed to be there, if they were not there at that time, who is supposed to be responsible for that? Because a manager must take a responsibility if the subordinates are not at their workplace, their workstations. So we should not make a mistake of coming to a conclusion before we get the necessary report and, and blame other people and try to make other people escape goals. And it's a pity because uh, some of us will be tempted to say things that we are not supposed to say for now. We want to hear the report, which is informed, which is uh, factual before we can come with the way forward. Because the way forward will be informed by what the, 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 the technicians are saying. I don't want to say uh, 
other things, uh, honorable co-chairperson, like I said, that have been covered. I had a whole list of things that I want to raise, but I want to give other people an opportunity to, to speak. Uh, I don't know if I'll be triggered after the, the responses, but I, I believe I won't. And uh, thank you so much for the opportunity. But uh, what is happen has happened really is very devastating, very devastating to the nation and to all of us as employees. Thank you very much, Koche. Uh, Thank, thank you, Co-Chairperson. Uh, good afternoon, Co-Chairpersons, uh, the Speaker and the Chairperson of the Council, plus the Minister of Public Works, plus our colleagues, compliments of the new season, plus the hardworking staff of Parliament, which, the hardworking staff of Parliament, which was on the scene on Sunday very quickly. So what I'll say here, the one who's speaking here is Bihikatebe, the member of Johnston Committee on, on Financial Management of Parliament from the side of the NA. So what the first of all, what I'd like to do is to commend the two reports. One of the, right, I'm not going to show my picture because my signal is very poor here. If I show the picture, I think I'll be kicked, I'll be kicked off the platform. But what is important here is that when we spoke with the culture persons in calling this meeting, one of the reasons was to end speculations. It's very important that as the parliamentarians of the Republic of South Africa, we must not be fed information about parliament or government from the newspapers. Instead, we must get it direct from the authorities that, that are being either the executive on the side of the ministers or the executive authority of parliament. What, what Honorable Masondo said when he opened the remote, this meeting, he emphasized the role of parliament. Why is it important? What is done here? They tried, what is happening here is that these committees, these four committees which are here today, they must be commended because just within a split of a second, they were able to assemble to come and listen to what has actually happened to this national heritage site. So what is very important is that for us is that we cannot, as parliamentarians, take decisions based on specul speculations from outside. Actually, we must get the hard facts. Just like this narrative which is running now that that person who entered the parliament is homeless. It is not, it is in the record of the court that that person has got the address has got a family, so he cannot be homeless. But the issue which we must address here is that how did he gain access to parliament? How, to, because the parliament is the national key point, it is guarded 24-7, 24-7, it is guarded by the police and by the protection services. So it means that the only way this person could have got in, he should have got assistance from within. That's why the issue of, 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 of the cars, of the CCTV cameras, I think those, those cars are so important. We cannot have a situation where a national key point is exposed because of unavailability of the parts 
of the system which is, going to, which is maintained within that. So I think that what is very critical in moving forward is that there are certain uh, equipments within the parliament of which there must be an agreement with the suppliers that they must be available 365 days in a year, even if the country has gone on leave, but they must be able, if there's a need, they must be able to make, just like in the various municipalities. When you speak about the water pumps, the sewer pump, there are agreements with the suppliers that even if it's a Christmas day, if the, the, the water pump ends, the supply must come and supply. There's, there's a standing agreement around that. But I think that what is very important here is encouraging from the report which is coming from the minister today that they've already appointed a 10 member team of engineers with various expertise. And the only report which we must accept as parliament is the report which is going to come from them because they will have done the assessment. The drones, they will have, as the, the minister has said that they have used the drones, the drones will have picked up information inside. So whatever's there out in the public is not the truth. It's there to just to create chaos. So I think that what is very important, what, uh, what is very important about this meeting is that I strongly suggest that even the interim report, the first interim report when it comes out, it must be delivered to these committees. The executive authority of parliament and the minister must alert the co-chairpersons of all the committees, the four committees which are here, so that on the day it is released, it is released to these committees because that's why they account. They don't account to the media. They account to the members of parliament. As Honorable Masonda said, that the parliament has a particular role to, 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 to play, that of oversight. So that's why that the first part of court where the executive authority and the, and the executive, that is the minister, must account to parliament. So in moving forward, I think that we must coordinate our program in such a way that when that report is going to be released, before it goes out to the press, it must be delivered. The press is invited here. They are part of this meeting. They are locked in. So that report, when it is presented, it must be presented so that everyone outside there, even in the world, must know that the Parliament of South Africa was not destroyed. It is functioning. But what is also very important is the issue of pre preparing Parliament for the work which lies ahead. Within in the next two weeks, the portfolio committees will be working. They'll be doing their job. Part of doing their job is to oversight the executive. I think that Obama Sondo reassured us when he said the parliament work must continue. I think that's what we must all do. But what we must do here is that because we will be looking at a different uh, operation center for parliament, I think that this issue of the cost of, or, of that operation center must be taken into consideration. I, I'm worried that only two options were looked upon. There are a lot of venues around Cape Town here. There are universities which have got a lot of space of which where we, if you can go there, and then we, we, become, we use some of their facilities. It can actually help them again in financing their own programs which they're having there. But the issue is that even before that decision is taken, I think that we must come back to this committee and, and wait because only two, only two options, I, I, I think is too limited. If, if, if you know the issue of the tendering system, they say at least minimum three, 
to go about. So, but I think that what we must look upon and what implication is there. But apart from everything that what has happened here, I think that we must appreciate the speaker, the executive authority of parliament, the minister, and the presiding officers for the work which they've done in doing in handling the situation. I think that we can see that South Africa is taken serious over the world because all the international news agencies, they were covering live what was happening in the African in South African parliament. But what we must do is that as it was our fault, we must learn from the mistake. What is worrying here is that basically from the last year's fire, the contract they're going to start doing was expected to start on March. 2022. I think that when we deal with this thing, we must try to short circuit this issue so that the parliament becomes fully functional. Thanks a lot, Chairperson, and all the members who are here. Thank you. Thank you very much, honorable honorable members. Thank you, thank you very much, honorable members. And for the valuable inputs that you have made. I think uh, in the main, it's about lessons learned. What have we learned from this? Um, I just want to make uh, a comment and hand over to Member Mathangu um, to then facilitate the second part of the meeting, of the meeting, which will be responses from the department and the presiding officers. Um, also welcome the speaker. We are informed that she is part of the platform, but Member Matlangu will then take over from me after I have uh, just done my my few comments. I, I think listening to what members have been saying, um, you know, sometimes if you have a picture, it helps because now you know exactly what you, you're talking about. But I, I, I want to also conclude that... Um, the room 454 fire that has cost Parliament 11 million as a rounded figure in few months. Uh, it has also been affected. I, I just want to be clear on that one. Um, you know, coupled to that, there were offices that were being renovated. So members spoke about uh, public works doing this and you know moving from one project to another, uh, that their work is not coordinated. And we, we, we at some point don't understand you know, what is it that they are doing. Maybe in the next meeting, we would want them to give us a breakdown of how much they have spent in terms of uh, renovations in parliament. Um, the previous fire, and maybe the report on this fire as well, it will be it will be available. At least we should have a rounded figure for for to uh, for us to know and understand how much they've spent for maintenance uh, generally and payment of consultants and that but that are related to parliament. So parliament is um as a national key point, you know, security and safety, it, it can be compromised. And I'm not sure, you know, um, most developed countries, they have a policy of destroying buildings that are more than 20 years and above. 
um, maybe it's, it's something that we also need to to start looking into uh, because you know sometimes maintaining an old bu- building it becomes more expensive than just uh, building a a new fresh uh, building and also an option of maybe just putting that whole structure down um i'm just suggesting as a politician not as a as an expert i know there would be a lot that can 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 can, can, can happen before maybe that 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 is suggested because uh, parliament it's it's an old building i'm not sure how many years it has been there for so those are the other uh, options that maybe we might look into but i think the best option will be any option that will then be able to save money for for parliament um honorable chair we hope that this is also not an attempt to undermine the gains of the revolution hence we would want to make a plea to the law enforcers uh, to make sure that uh, they conduct a thorough investigation into this matter i would not want us also to conclude that a uh, a homeless person that has been seen in the parliament prisons maybe would be the one that has caused the, the started the fire it could be something else you know but uh, maybe at this point we'll leave it at that it is the only a suspect that we have and the only evidence that we have um, that might lead to the cause of fire members i i also we also want to make an appeal that um we we try to be as transparent and involving as 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 much as as possible as we could um that when we speak in different platforms we try to speak what has been presented to us you know we we speak facts and we don't do any insinuations that will then cause a uh, conflict uh, messages uh, things that the department did not say so far there is no any other report that has been uh, tabled outside what public uh, works as 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 tabled before us so without any interference let us allow the investigations to 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 unfold and we should also not make a mistake of rushing them through let's give them time uh, let them investigate and at a point when they are satisfied then they will will then be invited to come back to us and and give us a report but that does not um move away the fact that uh, maybe we should agree maybe on a weekly basis because this is new we need to to be kept uh, posted at all times we will meet maybe uh, in this format so that then they come and give us weekly pro uh, progress uh, then when time goes on then maybe then we'll then maybe agree as to how then we're going to approach this going forward uh chair those are the few comments that i wanted to make from my side i want to now officially hand over to you and thank you very much for the opportunity Thanks chair. Co-chair. Thank you very much. Thank you very much uh, co-chair. And uh, may I uh, assure the members that are posing uh, some questions and suggestions on the chat uh, group in this
dominating the chat group is the the report, uh, Minister, uh, from Public Works. Members are requesting, but also uh, Cindy, uh, the committee secretary, has given her has given her, her email address that whoever wants that, I think also media will want that, but more especially members, because this meeting has been broadcasted as the all media, if, 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 if uh, mostly, if not mostly, uh, media houses, they are, they are part of, of this. So this is a, a history and it's, it's, it's something that is next to the people's uh, heart. And the other thing that I want to request, as uh, the co-chairperson has just handed, handed uh, over to me, we have heard from members that uh, you'll be having another meeting at five. Uh, I think the leadership that is here, you are going to have another meeting at five and we are left with uh, 28 minutes from now on. So I'm going to request that, uh, I don't know if uh, the the speaker will want to speak now or she will speak at the end of uh, your, 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 your responses because she was not here and uh, allow, maybe firstly, let me allow the, the acting secretary because there are questions that are directly uh, uh, posed to parliament itself. And it's, uh, we cannot say, uh, Public works and infrastructure must respond to that would be unfair to them. Can we give you Mechawa? Can we please just uh, browse through the questions? And I think we're going to need frequent meetings starting from now so that we, we are not left behind as, as other members have, have suggested. I'll request the Mechawa and public works uh, minister and your team just to give responses and we are aware that you don't have full information. Also, you are relying on other people to give you information. And then thereafter, we'll give over to the secretary. But in the responses, I think you can also suggest the way forward because we want the way forward. Going forward, how are we going to deal with this matter? We can't, we can't wish it away. Uh, Mechawa. Can you coach, talk yes, Coach, we can. Thank you so much. Um, I, I want to uh, thanks very much for all the questions that were raised about occupational health and safety report, about the the work of the parliamentary. Yeah, can you hear? Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Secretary is muted. You are muted, uh, Madam. I was just saying, um, yeah. according to what we've been listening very carefully with our managers, we will, because we don't have a written report, instead of doing a narrative, we're going to liaise with the Secretary Cindy, take up all the points that you've been raised, you've raised, and pull together a report for the committee. 
as we normally do present that report to the Joint Standing Committee of Parliament. Um, so um, I'm asking that we, the committee allows us to do that and study all the points <clears throat> that have been raised by the, by the members. Thank you very much, Chairperson, if you allow me. Okay. Um, can we can can we make uh, life easier for both of us, yourself and your team, and also the members here and interest part, interested parties that we agree on a time frame? Yes, ma'am. We are always given seven days to yes. submit uh, on the questions that are raised by the Joint Standing Committee on Finance. We will adhere to the seven days. I will consult with my managers. I'll consult with um, public works whom we work with jointly and submit that to yourself. Thank you so much, Coach. Can I hear from the members? Because it's not for me to make a decision. Uh, depending on the, the kind of report, we usually give uh, members, uh, members, uh, I uh, mean, the, 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 the Parliament seven days. I see Treasury is also here. You're welcome, Treasury. Uh, who's calling for my attention? Honorable Singh, is it you? It was Khai. I think it was Honorable Khai. Honorable Singh, Khai, somebody's yeah. calling. Oh, Honorable Khai. Yeah, Chair, I, I was going to suggest that. Honorable Khai. Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Honorable Chair? Khai. Yes, I can hear you. Oh, because Chair Gibson is calling my name. Uh, Chair, I was saying that uh, let, let's agree with the suggestion of uh, the acting secretary. That uh -huh. that report could uh, also assist us in terms of uh, the, the updated uh, information uh, that uh, may be gathered uh, between now and the and the and the and the, and the, and the time of the submission uh, of the report. Uh, but also, I, I would like uh, the, the report, those areas that uh, we, we have been uh, emphatic on, the, the details, the, the final details uh, on those issues that uh, why, uh, particularly about the functionality uh, of uh, the, the, those areas that uh, continuously are maintained, uh, if we could get a, a specific and detailed report around those issues, including the, the monitoring uh, uh, of the CCTV, all, all those things. So, so, so I'll, in short, I agree uh, that let's uh, allow uh, enough time. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that will also assist in terms of uh, an updated uh, report. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Honorable Hai. Honorable Singh? Yeah, thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson, it is unfortunate that uh, we are not, uh, you know, we cannot get responses to at least some of the uh, urgent queries. Uh, I believe that some of them could have been answered by the ASTP because there have been media conferences, etc., and answers have been given to some of the questions that honourable members have raised. But have, having said that, I mean, if, if, if it is their request that they require some time, then uh, I suppose there's nothing more we can do. But I must say it is rather unfortunate that we can't receive any response to anything at all. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Singh. I hear what you're saying, but we must not feel like we are being pressurized. If we think it's possible for us to get uh, that report with, before seven days and the report that uh, we will be getting will be informed uh, and will be helpful for us to have a way forward. 
we must not feel allowed to be uh, oppressed. I understand what she's saying as well. Um, Honorable Lisuma. Uh, no, uh, Honorable Chair, please allow me not to put my veto. I've got a challenge of connectivity. Uh, one chair, I, I tend to, uh, I would like to align myself with the Honorable Chai, safe to say that if they can do it within seven days, not actually seven days, that will be highly appreciated. But also the other points that were posted, also if we can get responses on those ones as well. Thank you very much. Thank you. Honorable Maudwe. No, thank you very much, Chair. Uh, I'm very worried that we, we spent almost three hours now. We're, we're heading for the, for the third hour now. And we're told that none of our questions can be responded to in, 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 in response. We need seven days. It can't be. It can't be correct. This is a very serious and urgent matter. For that matter, for that matter, this meeting was called as an agent meeting to come and give clarity. So all we're asking is for clarity on the questions that we've asked. I mean, why then were we convinced to come here and to listen? We're sitting around presidents. Already we've got a president in the country who doesn't take questions from anyone, including the media, when he does press conferences. So this is the same as a press conference because we now can't be receiving questions. It's unacceptable. And we're saying it can't be that all questions, all of them, None of them can be responded to. So what is the point of us being here? And in seven days, what will be happening to the nation? The nation is asking questions. We are members of, we are the public representatives, not representing ourselves, but the people of South Africa who have asked us to ask these questions. So we must go back to the people of South Africa and say to them, parliament says we must wait for seven days. It can't be. And an and earlier point was made that we must not be getting reports from the media, but that's exactly what's going to happen. We, as the members of parliament, we saw this thing through the media. Now we are here. We are convinced to come here and listen and get a glance of what exactly happened. We are told, no, wait for seven days. But it doesn't mean that in the seven days, the media will not be receiving anything. We will be going back home now and be getting responses from the media. It can't be correct. We want our questions to be responded to. And those questions that are not, the, 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 the people are not able to respond to, those questions can be deferred, but it can't be that all of them are not responded to. It's totally unacceptable. I reject that. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Khwarive. Thank you, Co-Chairperson. I I think we, we need to be very careful about, uh, about simply paying lip service to accountability. There's a reason why these meetings are called, and there's a reason why um, you know, ministers are called to account. There's a reason why these questions were posed. Otherwise, then we simply could have just written a letter of our concerns and sent them through to Parliament. But there needs to be accountability. And it doesn't mean to say that the questions that can't be answered now can't be deferred, as the, as the colleague before me said. They can be, but there are questions that can be answered now. I find it absolutely mind-boggling, for instance, that the accounting authority of parliament has not said a single word. Not a single word has been said by parliament about this incident. We've not heard from her about exactly what has gone down and what is the account and particularly what parliament is doing to essentially ascertain what has gone on. This is absolutely unacceptable. We can't accept this as members of parliament because ultimately then we're negating our duties as holding the executive to account and getting answers and getting to the bottom of this. And so I plead with you that regardless of the time constraints, that they needs to be answered, other answers. Otherwise, then we've just wasted our time 
And quite frankly, it's an embarrassment. The people of South Africa who are watching at home who are simply seeing us just rubber stamp and simply listen um, uh, to a presentation and not interrogate it. I think it's an insult. And I think that we should really be given an opportunity to interrogate some of these presentations. Okay, before I give to Honorable Mazzoni, I think uh, uh, to a certain extent, we, we agree. And uh, there's a reason why I requested Mechawa to speak. And in our uh, responses now about the seven days, the seven days speaks to the parliament uh, point of view. And we still have uh, the speaker, unfortunately, was not here. Uh, I'm not sure if the chairperson is here. Hence, I said to Mr. S uh, Honorable Singh when he spoke to say, we must not feel, you know, pressurized to agree to that. And uh, I see you, Minister. You can take your hand down. I see you. Uh, the seven days does not apply to, to public works. The, the minister and the team, they are here to, to speak. And major, most of uh, majority of the members here were not part of the meeting of the morning. Uh, hence, the, 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 the members felt it important to be part of this meeting. It, it, was, it was really expected of you to say something, but uh, I will allow members to engage. And because that's how I usually uh, do that, uh, members must engage, it's their meeting and I'll, I'll, I'll be guided by them. Honorable Mazzoni. Thank you very much, uh, co-chairperson. Um, unfortunately, the uh, system seems to not, uh, the, uh, now it's allowing me to start my video. Thank you very much. Um, I would just like to say that um, I strongly feel that what we've done is perhaps put the cart before the horse. And I think that the five o'clock meeting should have perhaps happened before uh, this particular meeting happened. Because I think that at five o'clock, the presiding officers are going to be able to give the chief whips and the deputy chief whips who are ultimately uh, responsible and are the spokespersons in their, in their respective caucuses, a, a good opportunity to interrogate what has been going on and to answer questions. Now, we must also be fair to ourselves as members of parliament and realize that this fire happened within the last 48 hours and the last of the fire was put out only 24 hours ago. I was at parliament earlier with Honorable Guarube and Mr. Steenhuizen and Honorable um, uh, Samantha Graham uh, Maria, who was on this uh, particular um, Zoom. And we saw for ourselves how the fire chiefs were still uh, on site in case the fire was, was to flare up again. So I think it's almost impossible to expect answers to many of these questions because the, 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 the very answers that we are looking for are currently being sought by those who uh, we, have in, we have put in place to to get those answers. I think what the public, Republic of South Africa needs to hear from us today and the message that they need to hear very strongly is that we are defeating those who try to defeat democracy by making sure 
that democracy, in fact, continues to work no matter what the circumstance. So we know, I mean, let us all be honest, it is impossible that a fire of this magnitude could be started by what we now know is a homeless man who broke into our building. We know without having to speculate or to make any assumptions that could be dangerous, that there is something very sinister afoot about this particular fire and the way the fire was able to restart because it was so strong. So I think that um, as as uh, committees, we should not be sitting here singing praise to one another. We should not be sitting here looking to uh, harm one another's reputations. We should not be sitting here looking to pass blame to one another or to pass blame to any particular committee. I think what we should be doing is we should be showing South Africa that no matter what kind of emergency emerges from Parliament, we are able to seamlessly flow and keep the business of government at hand. Now, whether we choose to use the Good Hope Chamber in the hybrid system, whether we choose to use the uh, City Council Chamber as offered by Mayor Jordan Hill Lewis, whatever we decide, we must decide with haste so that the country knows that the Parliament's work continues and that the members of Parliament continue their work. Even if we continue on Zoom for a certain amount of time, that's fine because the, the, uh, um, the committees have been meeting on Zoom. But I think what is very important today is that uh, the five o'clock meeting has to happen uh, and this meeting should then get a, a report back from that particular five o'clock meeting. Now, I must say, Co-Chair, and you know this very well, and it's not your fault, and you know many times I have said to you that I think that um, parties need to answer for, for this happening. This committee really meets because it really has a quorum that allows it to meet. This is the first time that I've been chief of that I have seen 74 participants take part in this particular meeting. This is a very important forum that must meet and must meet regularly, which means that we must make sure, and that's the chief whip's jobs, that those that we appoint to sit on this committee take this committee seriously. So I would not like to see you or the co-chair being blamed for, for anything today. I think you've done the best under the circumstances that you could do. But there are simply some questions that cannot be answered, because I can tell you I've been at Parliament um, many hours in the last... 48 hours and there's simply I mean there are there are still too many questions that 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 need to be answered so I think that the five o'clock meeting this afternoon is going to be dreadfully important and critically important and I, I hope that uh, it's opened to the media because I think that um, in all of these investigations mm. the media must be taken on board so that the country knows that there are no cover-ups happening and I think the more independent well, our investigations the better they will be. Thank you very much. Honourable Chair, I, I think Co-Chair uh, Okay. Uh, is uh, Honourable okay, so I, I think my yes. internet is... Uh, okay, is, she is, Chair. Okay. No, I, 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 I thank you for me allow, Chair, that it's very important that to explain that we're not saying that the questions mustn't be answered. But as Honourable Mazoni is saying, I thought it's common sense to say that, oh, I hope I'm not offending anyone, that within 48 hours we can't have a concrete report. But also I thought that the response agreeing on this was based on what Honorable Singh said earlier on, so that we can have a co coherent and one response. 
and I, I think that one was very important for, for us also to take note when we speak also, we do also think through what we said earlier also that we get. And also it's better when you get a written report that way you are able to get to hold somebody accountable moving forward as well. As that's a proper way of doing the oversight from where I'm seated. But the rest, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it there, Chair. But there was a logic, a practical, technical, professional logic for, for me to agree on that. Even Honorable Co-Chair Mabe did say that we might as well meet weekly. I thought also, as you are going to close the meeting uh, after the responses, you will also emphasize that we'll be meeting next week. Thank you very much, Chair. Okay, thank you, Honorable uh, Lesoma. I have indicated uh, uh, the point and emphasized the point that uh, we are going to, to meet as frequently as possible uh, because we are dealing with crisis. I have not uh, uh, suggested a date as to when, but uh, I wanted us to agree on, 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 on the seven days. But uh, practically speaking, as per the engagement, I can see that uh, we want to agree on the, on the seven days and uh, the seven days, I think will give us a fruitful uh, report that is informed, that is going to give us uh, some sense of what is happening and uh, empower us to suggest the way forward. I, I see the hand of Natasha. The minister wants to speak because she must also go to the five o'clock meeting. Natasha's uh, iPhone, who's Natasha's iPhone? Thank you very much, uh, uh, um, Chair. Oh. It's Natasha Ntlangweni, uh, Chair. Oh, okay. Can I see you? I haven't seen you. <laughs> <in the time. laughs> uh, sorry, Chair. I'm in a place. Yeah, I won't be able to 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 switch it on. Please, uh, um, my apology for for that. But I will assure you on the next meetings, I will show you my my beautiful face and beautiful smile, as you know it. I miss it. <laughs> um, Chair, I think um, it's quite disappointing at, 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 at this stage. Um, you know, when one is being called to a meeting and we are using resources of parliament to come and sit in these meetings and we pose questions and we don't get the answers, number one. Number two, yes, I think parliament was also well aware that they're still waiting for professional uh, 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 feedback from the engineers to say to what have happened uh, uh, in the main that the fire have brought uh, uh, break out. And, and to have a meeting of such nature, quick, quick, it's a waste of time in, 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 in its main. We could have just simply got a letter that have explained all of what we were, 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 were told uh, in this meeting, which was frankly nothing. And then, um, because this platform should have actually also have met more often uh, a chairperson to even uh, um, prevent, to have prevented such crises to have happened. We have said on numerous platforms as webs that Parliament is still is not safe. Where we stay is not safe. We have had many numerous complaints about police and how they are handling their work 
and nothing has happened. And yet we are told that this platform must meet frequently and it doesn't meet and all of that. And it's quite a shame to even say that as a whip, it's, it, it's quite a shame. And I think um, we, we, there, there have been many proposals and there's no, it's not a need, it's not a must. What is this entitlement that we feel that the DA is having towards that this parliament must just sit in Cape Town? The president can have a state of the nation on Zoom. There's no problem. It's even saving parliament more money to do the renovations that they claim they want to do. So this thing of wanting, just having an obsession with having this state of the nation in Cape Town, it's, 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 it's really ridiculous. So we need to, to, to stop with this obsession that the president can't even now think with other venues. He's having a, on, an office, he can have it on Zoom. There's not a crisis here. There's not a crisis. Um, it's quite disappointing that you, you even, uh, uh, you know, I'm even speaking uh, chair, and you know, uh, Natasha Mazzoni never disappoints at wanting to attack me. She even goes to the chat, uh, to the chats while I'm speaking, while I'm speaking. And it's quite very uh, sad that on this platform, you have a chief whip that just uh, want to act like simply like a child. And it's quite disappointing each and every time. So I will leave it at, 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 at that chair. Let's meet frequently to find common uh, 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 solutions to the problem that we are facing currently. Cape Town is not the, the high and mighty place that it must be. The president must meet and have his state of the nation in Cape Town. He can have it on Zoom. We have been operating on Zoom for two years. There's nothing that uh, is going to stop us with the work of parliament by uh, simply a fire that uh, a homeless man is being framed by the perpetrators that are sitting behind this Thank fire. You, Natasha. Thank you, Natasha. Thank um, you, Is Natasha done? I'm done. I'm, I'm struggling done. with the network here. Where I I'm am. done, Chair. I'm done. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, I think, uh, honorable members, uh, we need not to be emotional when we deal with this thing. Uh, and it's easy to go overboard and allow our emotions. Uh, as much as we, we, we feel aggrieved or we feel unhappy, let's. committee and portfolio committee, but we are here to work as a team towards a solution. We are not witch hunting. We are not here to disrespect each other. Uh, and I think uh, uh, to my honorable member, Natasha, it's not for the president to make a decision. The speaker and the, 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 the chairperson of the NCOP, they are the ones to make that decision. And as if you were here when the, the, the minister started, she said that uh, these are the, the offers that they received and it's up to the, the exec executive uh, authority to make a decision as to which, which way to go. 
Uh, honorable members, Taiso and Peggy, can we allow the member, I mean, the, the minister to speak? Uh, please, I beg of you. She must go and, 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 and present uh, the, 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 the week's Agreed. Agreed. Thank you. Taiso, are you fine? Agreed. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that very much, your, your cooperation. Uh, Honorable Minister. Thank you, Honorable, you Madam. Honorable Co-Chairperson and to the Honorable Members. I just want to put it on a record that the Department of Public Works and Infrastructure is always willing and able to come to any request and call from the Honorable Members of Parliament to play their oversight role. I must also put on a record that what we have presented to you today is a report of progress on the fire that the speaker requested because she couldn't be here on Sunday. Uh, and uh, she was driving down from East London and we had to give her a report. So this report is only related to the Department of Public Works and Infrastructure. The speaker had many meetings. Separately, she called the emergency services, she called the police and parliament. So all a, a collective report, this was certainly not this. And I think the five o'clock meeting that Honorable Mazzoni is referring to will be putting all of those reports together. But just quickly to a few general issues before I ask the acting DG to come in. The one is we must not stop speculating uh, the, the separation of powers, the independence of the judiciary. The man appeared in court this morning. He had a name and he had an address. So we must now not stop speculating that the person is homeless. Mm -hmm. The second general point I want to make is concerning the monitoring of the CCTV cameras. Yes, it's correct. There was nobody to monitor the TV cameras from two o'clock in the morning when this person entered the building until six o'clock when the police arrived. And for that, I think Parliament will have to answer and the Secretary of Parliament, I cannot unfortunately answer that. The next one about the alternative accommodation, nothing is being confirmed. I was speaking earlier on about the outreach and the outpour of help from all South Africans. And these were like offers made by the city and the province. And I simply took it directly to the speaker and the mayor also contacted the speaker directly. So nothing has been confirmed. Nothing is, no arrangements have been confirmed. No cost has been confirmed. And um, the speaker, will this finally decide you know, what they are going to, to do in terms of alternative accommodation. So I just wanted to assure members um, uh, about that. And then again, also the, the Parliament Protection Services must answer for themselves. The police must answer for themselves. We had uh, General uh, Patikile, the police commissioner, he was on the site with us on, on Sunday. He can answer for themselves. And then there are some general uh, uh, remarks made by some members, some without substantiation. Now, we are not reporting here now on a specific, because normally the committees will request us to come and report on certain issues, and we always comply. 
we always meet with the Portfolio Committee of Public Works on any issue that they want us to comply with. So to make this general statements as if this department is in such a mess without giving specific examples is also not correct because it, the, the performance of the department can't be linked to the cause of the fire. And I think all of us, we, there's no conclusive evidence that what is the cause of the fire. And until such time there's conclusive evidence, we cannot link the first fire to the second fire. And this is what is causing the confusion. But I want to thank the honorable co-chairs for the opportunity. I think also the meeting was premature. Uh, that this was a really just a report that we presented to the speaker and the presiding officers yesterday. I have made note of all the questions raised by, raised by the honorable members. And then in the final report, we will include the answers also to those questions raised by the honorable members today. So I just want to say thank you for, for the opportunity, Chairperson. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Honorable Minister, uh, for the responses. And like we all said, it's too early to can have something tangible that will inform us to suggest or to have a way forward from where we are. And I think the minister has touched on most of the issues that you have you have you have uh, raised, and we just have to be patient with each other. I don't know if you are teasing each other on the chat, <laughs> the Natasha's and everybody. Uh, please let's not uh, abuse this because it's an official uh, platform and everybody will have an access, it would be recorded as such. So let's say, uh, please try to tolerate each other and not tease one another. We have uh, other, each other's phones. Uh, honorable members, thank you very much for the opportunity. I think between the, the co-chairpersons and the chairpersons of the select committees, and the portfolio committees will talk amongst ourselves in consultation with our, our leaders, the WIPs, as they are going to meet uh, now at five. We will also uh, check the availability of uh, the, 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 the minister if the needs arises and other role players. But as I close, I would really like to give a, a, a honorable speaker to, to say something before she, she steps out of the meeting and go to the chair. other meeting, the first public meeting. Is she still chair. in? Chair. Yeah. Yes, yes, Chair. Coach, She's still in. Okay, it's, it's me, Chair. Who is that? Uh, Umpile. Yes, yes, Chair. Okay. Just a, a quick bite on my side. I, I, I want it to be put on record that this meeting was called and we were not uh, uh, responded to. All our questions were not responded to. So Parliament must stop this tick box exercise. You want to go around telling people that you convene members of Parliament to tell to give them feedback of what has happened. But when you ask questions, we're not being responded to. So I'm very, very disappointed 
uh, by this committee and yourself, Chair, for not allowing, not even Minister Delil to respond to the questions. So it must be on record. This meeting never provided any response to our questions. Okay. I think. Honorable Maudo, you seem to be having a problem, and I think you have been trying to trigger a certain button in me, and I'm not going, I'm going to allow you to do that. I allowed the minister to speak, and the, the minister spoke. If you are not happy with what she said... The minister did not respond to you, and then listening responded. to her. She did not respond. You know what you were there. Do. I don't know how do I fit You were there listening the to her. She did not respond to any single question. Co-chairperson, you made a ruling that you must not come back. Into yeah. that it was wrong that you allowed Honorable Mount to No, uh, you know, I'm very, I'm very, you're not I'm very generous person. You're not I'm the chairperson yourself. You're not the I always allow members to speak. We're all equal here. But I don't want the members or whoever to take advantage of my kindness. We no, there's no kindness, Chair. I'm stating a fact. It's a fact that the minister did not respond. And you allowed her not to respond. It's a fact. It's there. Which response did she respond to? Which question did she respond to? She didn't. It's a fact. Honor- I'm not attacking Honor- anyone. I'm just stating a fact. Honorable Chair. Honorable Chair. Please allow, if you, if, you, if you could, please allow us to. I have to leave the meeting. This, to go, The next meeting started at, starts at 5. And we, and we are chairing that meeting and we've been waiting for an opportunity to, to say something, to comment. But I think that uh, the meeting at five o'clock, Quips uh, will, will give you an opportunity to interact with whatever it is that we will present at that meeting. Please, if you could allow me to leave, I think it is very rude of us to keep the political parties waiting, particularly because some of them are logging out from this meeting to attend the other one. If you allow me, Honorable uh, Chairperson, I, however, said that, of course, some of the questions which were raised could not be responded to, but I also do want to make the point that, uh, yes, there was a Secretary of Parliament here. There was also the Chairperson of the NCOP, and I have been here for some time now, and, and maybe we could have been asked, all of us, even though the information is scanty, even though we're trying to put the pieces together about what may have happened, but I think, person, I would have been able at least to give you a glimpse of what we have been discussing together with the Acting Secretary of Parliament, because whatever meetings that I have been holding, I am holding them together with the Secretary of Parliament. So it is unfortunate that we're not given that opportunity. I am not moaning about it, but I'm just stating the fact because the time has come now for us to go and be part of the other meeting, which should have started at five o'clock. So Chairperson, I am not being rude. So if you allow me, Chair, may I? Okay, Honourable Speaker, I I think I did indicate that uh, after uh, Honourable uh, Minister, I was going to allow you, and hence I requested other members not to to speak so that we can allow you to speak on behalf of uh, Parliament. You can take the, the, person, the point I'm raising is I made a point of order seven minutes after five. There are members who are waiting in a meeting which I have invited them to. And 
Some of them may be leaders of political parties or chief whips of political parties, but just to touch base with them. But just to say that, Chairperson, whatever it is that will come out of that meeting, I am sure that can always be communicated to the committees. That's the first point I would like to raise. The second one is that it's been agreed now that there will be regular meetings. The next meeting is likely to be next week, and we will be part of that meeting, and we will be able to provide information as much as is possible in the same way that one has been bombarded with a lot of information. It will be proper that we share whatever little which we can information which we, are, we have access to. Thank you, Chairperson, and thank you if you, if you allow me, please. Responsible and to recommend measures. The person, may I take leave? You may, Chair, um, uh, Speaker. My, my, my network is troubling me. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm being interrupted several times. I couldn't hear the better part of what you were saying, but I heard what you said that you have to leave for the meeting that you have called. Yes, thank you very much, Chairperson. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, honorable members, I, I want to take this opportunity once more to thank you to avail yourselves for, for this meeting and also thank uh, the stakeholders who were part of the meeting, the media who communicated the proceedings of this meeting to the community of South Africa. Thank you very much, uh, honorable members. And we'll see each other the soonest uh, Okay. We want to thank the executive authority and the minister and all the leaders who are in this meeting for availing themselves. So thank you very much and keep well, be safe and be on the alert for another meeting. Thank you One so much. One physical meeting. Thank this time of Zoom much, is a waste chair. of time. Please. Thank you very much, Chair. Mauto, what are you saying? We want a physical meeting, Chair. This thing of Zoom is a waste of time. Now you are just putting oh. up the meeting without answering. You are, you are talking we about face a, Zoom, a Zoom sauna. Now you are saying you, need, you want a physical meeting. I want meeting. you face-to-face. -face. You, 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 Chairperson. You. I want you face-to-face. -face. We can meet anytime and not, not, not in a meeting. Yeah. Anyway. This thing of Zoom is a waste of time. You are protecting people here. I want to hold them responsible here. Bye bye, Chair.